Remember, you are the dream awakening to itself. Aloha, shifters, light guardians, dreamers across this beautiful holographic matrix. Thank you and welcome back once again, or perhaps for the first time, to our Paradigm Shift Central weekly team podcast. This week's team podcast is another one of our infamous Paradigm Shift Central Dream Class podcast. We've been doing these since 2015. We usually do it every few months. This is an opportunity for us to be able to practice having discussion about dreams, lucid dreams, dream experiences, theories, tips, all the many exciting discussions to be able to help support and encourage you on your practice of dream exploration and dream meditation and dream yoga and all of those super exciting topics. So uh, real quick, I'm joined once again by some fellow amazing leading members, our paradigm shifters on air. So fellow leading members, I'm just gonna invite you to gently unmute your microphones as we welcome everyone and say hello to all the beautiful, amazing people tuning in. So you guys are welcome to just unmute your microphone and say aloha and send some noise, do some little wolf howls, whatever you guys wanna do. Dream noises. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I love whatever comes out of it when we do that. It's like we don't plan that at too far ahead. So beautiful. All right. So just moving right into things here, keeping an eye on the time. I do want to be able to just kind of like move through to be able to honor that. Um, we do have a couple people, uh, Joshua and and Peter as well, who have to head out a little bit early. So we're gonna go over just like real quick again all the links that you need for the Paradigm Shift community. You can find that in the info for this video, including our team Discord. You can join the Patreon to become a leading member to join on air for our team podcast, get full access to the Discord and all the other awesome things to support there. All the all the people that you'll see on air, you'll be able to find their links posted into the info for this video after the initial recording, and we encourage you to be able to connect further with them. As well as you can find us on Spotify, Paradigm Shift Radio, and you can find all the past Paradigm Shift episodes as well as the paradigm shift dream class episodes specifically and you'll find the links to those in the info for this video as i already mentioned so uh with that said let's uh just kind of take a moment here to be able to just do a quick little meditation as we just drop into our heart space set that intention and then we'll get right into the discussion so just inviting everybody here to just take this opportunity to gently just close your eyes and just connect with your breath And as you just breathe here, breathe in the fullness of this moment. And just allow yourself to bring yourself into the space of gratitude. Gratitude for yourself for showing up. Gratitude for the community. Gratitude for the wisdom we are here to share. And you can imagine all of us just sitting in this circle together here to be able to have this discussion, to be able to hold space, to be sacred mirrors, and to be able to learn from the stories that we carry. And so as you just imagine all of us sitting in this circle, just taking this opportunity to just look around and you see the magic in each and every single person here. You see yourself looking back. You see the dream looking back. As you breathe into this heart space, allow yourself to be able to speak any gratitude from your heart to all the hearts of the people tuned in right now, expressing what it means to be in this space with them, just sharing in this excitement and this love. Just continue here with some gentle breaths as we slowly get ready to be able to conclude this brief gentle meditation. 
just bringing us into this heart-mind coherence and continuing to hold this image and this intention of this circle within our hearts and within our mind as we move through this discussion to be able to help support each other on our journeys together. When you're ready, slowly you can bring your awareness back to your physical body while continuing to be aware of your breath. When you're ready, gently wiggle your toes, wiggle your fingers, and slowly open your eyes and return your awareness to the space around you. Beautiful. Welcome back, everyone. So let's get right into things. Paradigm shift dream class. As I've said, this is a topic that we've done numerous times within this community. It's something that I'm personally fascinated in. It's something that I'm fascinated to be able to help create space for because I feel there's so much wisdom that comes through our dreams and such a lack of importance put on the practice of dreams within kind of mainstream culture. So this is really like the revolution in action by us being able to create this space to talk about the practice of dreams and, and how it goes hand in hand with the shift in consciousness and how literally in us sharing these stories, it's also an opportunity to be able to document what is happening for ourselves as multidimensional beings and what dreams can teach us and how we can learn more about ourselves and how we can continue to, again, just be able to see the bigger picture of everything that's unfolding around us. So with that said, we'll pass it right over to Joshua and Peter, just since they do have to head out a little bit early. And if they come back a little bit later, that's totally cool. And with that said, Joshua, Peter, you guys are welcome to gently unmute your microphones. Thank you so much for being here, Joshua, Peter, Peter, an old friend of mine, Joshua, one of the newer uh, members getting involved with our community, but also old friend friends with Peter and uh, super excited to be able to have you two here. So when you're ready, please feel free to gently introduce yourself and from your heart, speak about why dreams and the study of dreams are something important to you. So when you guys are ready, go right ahead and welcome. How's it going, guys? Pleasure to meet you. Awesome. So. Okay, so. From our perspective, you know, Joshua and I are co-authors in Into the Mythica, which is a publishing platform which showcases the journey of manifestation, which is the journey of divining your path and then acting on those divinations to transform your inner energies and thus transform your outer energies. And as we do that, we have a very like deep relationship with the art of how the universe is speaking back to us as to what wants to be born through us. The dream that wishes to be dreamt, that wishes the dream that wishes to awake within us. And in this, we have a recognition that the divination of that inner dream occurs both in the waking world and in the dreaming world which occur for us as different ways of dancing with the language of love that is our own sacred mirror in the universe. And on a deeper level, that the act of manifestation is the application of divination. I, something came to me in a dream or something came to me in the dream of life. I interpreted it a certain way. It affected my energy a certain way. Now I'm asserting my energy in a certain way. I'm making a choice to move towards that dream that I have divined. And thus the recognition of the substance of the world of dreams and the dream of the world 
is an ever-deepening gnosis into the, the distillate of magic herself. So for us, that divination is constant and is married to the dance of, of action itself. Mm. Well said. As you were saying, I was having an image of that we're always in the dream. That's why I, I love what, how Brendan, you opened the space. It's like, we're, we're, the, we're the dreamers awake. We're dreaming awake the dream. And it's like the sleep, whether we're looking at the dreams that we're having while we're sleeping or the dreams that we're having in our waking, I see them as mirrors of the same thing. For the, the, at the deeper that we journey towards source, the source of our stories, the source of our dreams, we see that the waking world and the world that we enter in our sleep are mirrors of the same thing. We are the individual facets of the great dreamer, the great architect of like, if you look at Inception as a great movie, as an example, the, the journey down to the layers of the subconscious, it's like the great architect of all of our dreams, a creator, is it's like it's the prime inception it's it's the promethea it's the it's our myth it is the fire spark that moves through all of us you know and i feel that our dreams like our dreams and when we sleep are the manifestation of our inner world of the underworld the underpainting of the waking world and they carry messages for us they carry messages of the intelligence of our heart, of our, of our unconscious, of our subconscious, of our shadows, our demons, our trials, our desires, um, what it is we care for. And that as we learn to deepen our awareness, we see that the messages that come to us in our dream are not separate from the meaning that we assign to our waking life. And I feel that even on, a, on, a, on another level, you look at like the, the oracular arts or the arts of divination, are really an investigation. I mean, that's where you get prophetic dreams. People have dreams of things before they happen. You know, why does that happen? Um, well, everything is connected in the field of consciousness. We, it's ultimately dreaming is a way of looking at we're accessing the Akasha. Exactly. And of course the Akasha is the space in which everything is happening in which the world of dreams and the dream of the world are made of the substance of consciousness itself. And so when we make divinations into the world of dreams, it is for us the ripple back from the substance of the ocean of consciousness that is speaking to us in that manner. And it's happening in the Akasha. And this is where you get the idea of the, and the awareness of the Akashic record the Akashic timeline, the record that is rippling out its sound vibration across the ethers of the Akasha and back again, we are reading our own story, gradually divining the symbols and portents of the substance of the world of dreams and the dream of the world in which we ourselves are the embodiments of certain aspects of that subconscious world. We are the pantheon of ourselves gradually coming to coherent divination of those ethers in the Akasha that make up the awakening within the dream and the potency of our own guidance.
So dreams are, are they are at the, they are at the essence of our divination into ourselves, into our personal story, into our Akashic thread through the grand space of the creation and how she speaks back to us, informing us about ourselves and the virtue that lay within us. That's that's what I'm on about. <laughs> that's that's beautiful. And and again, as much as you guys feel you have time to stick around, you just let us know. And um, I love the idea of approaching dreams as like a form of divination. You know, like this idea that we've kind of created this construct within society where we think that dreams are kind of like something auxiliary, something extra, something that's more of just like a side effect of having a human body with a brain. And there's like a sci scientific biological explanation that just kind of explains to us why they are. But again, kind of going in, in, in side by side with what you're saying, it's like, no, like dreams are actually at the core. Dreams are like where thing, where everything emerges from. Like dreams yeah, yeah, are like yeah. the immediate nucleus and, and so it's like this idea of like, oh, if that's the case, then how can we actually develop a practice where we are developing a relationship with dreams to be able to help, like a form of divination, be able to help receive this, this additional guidance, which will assist us on this path. I feel that dreams are constantly, again, a way for spirit, source, consciousness, our, our higher self, our bigger self, the oversoul to be speaking through us. But the big question is, are we listening? like a student are we paying attention so um again well, i'll just pass back to you guys real quick and then we'll pass it around and get a few more thoughts in here but um on that context how do you feel that we can show up as students better within our dream practice if there's something there that might even just kind of spark some ideas for you guys to inspire people listening either or like the reverberations we we move from the center of the intelligence of the heart as the access point to the quantum field. We are in, in, in a relationship with everything as the field. We are in a relationship, we are in a dialogue with the universe. We are in a dialogue with spirit in which we develop a two-way channel of both we are like tuning for transmitting a frequency. But if you ever look at like, you know, two tuning forks that are in resonance, if you were to strike one, and not strike the other. You could listen, and it will reverberate. Meaning, there's already a there's already a divine design to your tuning fork, to your unique resonance and vibration, that is the seed of the dream that the divine is dreaming through you. And so, it's already happening. Like it, the dream that the, God's desire for your life is already within you. It's just learning to tap into it. An applied thing with this, and this is actually core to what we do in the Mythica and what we're presenting in the Mythica, which is that what are we doing when we're cultivating a practice? You are deepening the substance of the impressions of something into the dream of the world such that you become more adept at it. You, you bring focus into it, it gains strength, it gains potency, it gains gravity. And then you have a deeper manifestation of that thing. Everyone's feeling me on, in that one, right? You're feeling it and it just keeps growing. The okay, cool. I felt that. And so the context is, is that the way in which we live our life is the way in which we live our life. And so when we set the context of our life as a journey of mystical cultivation, 
and we set the context of our life as a journey of manifestation, now that context brings everything else into alignment. Somebody asked a question too. Can dreams answer life's questions or do they supplement? It's the same thing because the dream itself is the question and the, and the interpretation. So it's, it's any act of divination. The entry point of the dream is a different entry point to the same action of asking your subconscious something or asking the universe to show you a sign. Like all of these things are an engagement with the thing. And so it's really about the ongoing discernment of what's actually going on. You know, when you react to something, you think something's absolutely a certain way, but then it turns out to be a trigger, right? And then you, you're moving through that and you're gradually having a discernment into that. Or you didn't see something a certain way and then later something resolved, real, real talk, right? And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, 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 that was a blessing. I was tripping. Okay, okay, <laughs> right? <And> so <laughs> for real, I've been there. <laughs> and <laughs> it's real life and the whole thing is it's about divination and so it's like as a context when we see our life it's a meta spell when we see our life as a mystical journey brendan you felt me right when you, i felt because i felt that in the field right when i said that i felt you like ping with that right when we're in that meta understanding which is so great because this is actually what Paradigm Shift Network does and what Into the Mythica does, it's part of the same thing, is when we see ourselves in that context, all of a sudden there's gravity to the context of paying attention to our dreams. Because now you're like, you're in the understanding and it, it becomes more of a motivating force because it becomes a lifestyle. And in doing so, you're deeping into the right. I'm working with my dreams to identify my sacred purpose which is speaking to me through my dreams, I'm going to actively engage in the heroism of my own inner journey, knowing that as I clear this, it clears that. As I clear the inner thing, it clears the outer thing. That is the law. And so as I investigate and divine this thing in the context of myself as the sacred adventurer that I am, we bring in the context of why you pay attention to your dreams and we cultivate that, you know, we cultivate the community of that. We cultivate the, the culture of that, you know, where you're talking about it and you're like, right, I'm going to do it more because it's like this and we're investigating it and you're being the Jedi and you're being the superhero. You're being those stories that are about you. And so the divinations into your dreams are that you felt it like, and it's just the divination into the dreams I was talking about what your name is with the unicorn horn, with the thing. I felt, yeah, yeah, I felt you feeling that. Like, just <laughs> then, Camilla, Camilla, I was like, you're feeling it, right? And I'm feeling you're all feeling that, but that's that's the thing, right? Because right now we're, you feel how everything's opening, right? That's the sharing of the dream space in the substance. You're all, you could, you are the hero in your dreams, man. You are the hero for sure. <laughs> right? You are the hero in your thing. Yeah. And that's when we understand that, or this is and when we understand that and we live in that, it's awesome because it provides the gravity and the context for the journey itself. You know, it's, it's, it's the essence of like what it means for us because we've doc, we document the journey, we embody it, we present the story through into the mythica. And it's like, 
the doing of the thing brings you to the heaven on earth reality where you get to live in your dream. So as you listen to the dream, you work with the dream, you divine the dream, you adjust to the dream, you're listening to yourself, you're on the journey, like Wolf Shields on the journey. <laughs> I love it so much. I love adventure so much. I honor all of you so big. I love chargers, just to say, man, because I live the dream of being like a magical knight errant superhero. So I love anybody that's charging it in a big way. I found you. Because what I'm saying, you're feeling me, right? That's the dream, man. That's your dream. You follow that. It's beautiful. That's my answer. That's, that's beautiful. My answer. Thank that's you. awesome. Thank you. Thank, thank, thank you, Peter. Thank you, Joshua. We'll, we'll, we'll kind of just open it up here to just invite others to just kind of like share from their heart. Um, again, if you guys just want to let us know when you're about to hop out and just add in a couple closing words before you do so, uh, just go ahead and, and let us know. I, I'm I, about to hop out right now. Because before you get sucked into the vortex, food. go get that food, man. That food's totally. good. <laughs> you got you got charged to go get that food. Normal, that's your like, mission you right now. I feel like we like bopped into the portal and now we're like hopping out. Well, that's what I mean, right? You get sucked into the portal. So, okay. Well, well, if you guys come back later, we 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 may still be here. So feel free to check in. It's up to whatever works. So I want to know. I want to say that I really am into listening to the divination of your dreams, especially with the prep thing to see what was going on. And I, I want to feel you because you've been listening to the thing and I'm feeling your radiance, but I'm so hungry. Yeah. So you, get, you guys know, know what you can do literally just like tune, the heart is there. The heart is there. I swear. Tune in, tune in on YouTube while you guys are going and getting food. Like Joshua. We may send, do that. Yeah. I'll, do I'll, that. I'll just send you the YouTube link, Joshua. You guys can mm -hmm. still be there and then just, yeah, 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 yeah. That was, that's fine. Oh, we love cool. it. Oh, and Brendan, when you have a chance, we have something awesome we want to share with you okay cool, cool. drop in with Sounds oh my god good. i love all of you you're so awesome follow your dreams your chargers <laughs> joshua peter thank you again we'll, we'll catch up soon oh, yeah. and enjoy that food cool Thanks. awesome all right so just just for context there i'll make sure you guys know where to be able to connect with joshua and peter so instagram.com uh into the mythica and also uh joshua is joshua.com forward slash joshua blake.art and uh we'll post that into the youtube comments as well so again i know it, it might not be something where they'll d immediately be able to hear the reply but if there is anything that you guys just want to go off of there uh by all means but again i love this idea that like you know within the dream space like it's this opportunity to kind of connect with like almost like and, and i mean I'm, I, again i'm kind of brainstorming this as i think it's like within the dream is it is that like closer to our true self you know like like here we are kind of in this version of reality and we kind of we, we've kind of like stepped into this amnesia. We're kind of like playing this role, but you know, we talk about this idea of being multidimensional beings, having this higher, having this human experience and things like that. And it's like, when you're back in the dream space, those sometimes the layers are kind of peeled away. And this is where we kind of get like the, the, the magic and, and the lore and the hero archetype and everything. And we can kind of really connect back into that so um yeah let's just kind of open things up here i'm not one i'm not set on one way or another in terms of what you guys feel you want to reply with so whoever wants to just kind of jump in next and again this is just practice we're just talking about dreams and and if you guys do want to just even just talk a little bit about your own dream practices your own dream experiences and also any dream stories uh please absolutely we can share those as we go so whoever feels called to jump in next lizzie you want to jump in next Okay, we'll pass over to Lizzie and then uh, anybody else just want to raise their hand early just to give us a heads up on who wants to go. Uh, Mason and then Sonia. Okay, cool. All right, so thank you, Lizzie, for joining in. Let's give a nice warm welcome to Lizzie. Lizzie, please feel free to briefly introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about dreaming and why it's important to you, et cetera. So. 
means it means so much to me to be here with you all. Um, I'm Lizzie Kester. I'm an emotional clarity and transformational coach. So um, you guys, I'm just like blown away by this community and how I feel like I really speak your language. It's really been a blessing. Um, but yeah, Peter and Joshua really started this off like incredible. You could tell that they're so committed to this work and to their own individual expansion. Um, you know, honing in on the topic here of dreams, I feel like, you know, I'll definitely second everything that they said. Um, tuning into our dreams, of course, you know, I feel like, again, it's all part of the unified con all about learning. Um, I'm a student of life and I feel like we can learn from our dreams as well. So definitely something I wanted to add in my personal experience. Um, something I've picked up uh, is like a recurring symbol. So um, a lot of a lot of my, of course, dreams are symbolic. Like, and um, I noticed that before I had a big like changing moment in my life, I would in my dream would be like a large moving body of water. And it happened a lot actually before I found this community, like months before. Um, and I always just took it as like a good sign, even though if in real life I was like within a large body, like of moving water, that would be like really scary and I would want to get out. But in my dream, um, it was recurring and I, I noticed the, the pattern. So I was like, okay, um, I took that into account and I guess I'm coming from more of like a learning perspective here as well. Um, but I wanted to share that. And I definitely resonate with what, what they said about prophetic dreams as well. I found that occasionally I'll have like, I'm, I'm not super good at remembering my dreams, but I can remember, I'm pretty good at remembering how they made me feel. And so the prophecy part would be like in my waking life, I would have a feeling of something. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I felt this feeling in my dream last night. So that's pretty much my take. Um, thank you. Thank you, Lizzie, for sharing. Absolutely. And again, I know there's a lot of topics there that we could literally just like kind of like branch out into and uh, the idea of prophetic dreams. But I think just one thing, I've definitely talked about that where for those of people who are just kind of like, oh, I have trouble remembering your dreams. Um, leaning into the idea of focusing on how your dreams feel is is a great kind of like stepping stone for that. Like when you wake up in the morning, you might be like, oh, I can't remember the details, but like, how do you feel? How did you feel? And you might find that that can almost become like a, a, a door that kind of opens you up to the remembrance as well. So it's crazy to think about it. When you think about it, it's like, wait a second, like dreams are making me feel things like as if the reality yeah. inside dreams is so real that it's actually causing like an, a response within my energetic body where I'm feeling things. It's like, what are dreams, man? What are freaking like, it's the holodeck, man. It's all inside of us, but it's, it's technology or something. Anyways, um, Mason, I'm sure that gives you something to go off of. So Mason, we'll, we'll pass over to you. Lizzie, thank you again. And Mason, please feel free to, to introduce yourself and, and Mason, uh, super excited to be able to have you here, dude. And, and go ahead and just, off the top of your head, off the top of your heart, tell us a little bit about why dreams are important to you and anything else. So, welcome. Welcome everyone. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Mason, also known as Cosmic Landings Online. 
I have recently been doing a bunch of digging into dreams. I became so fascinated with dreams when I was when I was younger. I think it mainly started I used to get really into watching and listening to like guided hypnosis and meditation on YouTube. And then I eventually found like guided lucid dream hypnosis videos on YouTube. And as a kid, I was super fascinated and I read into it a little further and I found how you can keep a dream journal. And then that's where everything kind of expanded from there. As I became more, well, as I practiced to remember my dreams more, it actually became like this, I like to say it's like a new muscle that I developed. And I went further into my dreams than I knew was even possible because at the start, I felt that, you know, dreams are, you know, you can have really scary dreams or really awesome dreams or just really weird dreams. And that was all it really was to me. And then as I began to dig deeper, I started seeing symbols and their recurring themes. And I was actually waking up at some mornings and I was writing pages of what I remembered from my dreams, almost like the story that was within me was just beginning to pour out. And I definitely strayed away from it for a, for a while, but as I'm growing now into new endeavors with meditation, I am finding new, like renewed fascination with my dreams. And I've definitely been working pretty hard to write down dreams every morning and just working if anyone would like a tip off the top of my head, having a evening routine and a morning routine to me is crucial to remembering your dreams. One huge aspect of this for me was cutting out like the last 30 minutes before you go to sleep, like cutting out time that you're spending on the screen, even time in front of bright lights can be really important. It just finding like, you know, like if, let's say you love tea, like make a little nighttime non-caffeinated tea routine or do some light stretching. And then same thing with the morning, when you wake up right away, don't like roll around immediately. Don't reach for your phone. Just lay there with your eyes still closed and try to like retrace the dream as if you're like just finished watching a really awesome movie and you're like recollecting it with it with someone you watched. So that's what I immediately have to say off of dreams. As the podcast goes a little further, if there is more open time, I would love to share a dream story that I had recently. Otherwise, I will pass it on to anyone else. Thank you. Mason, if you want to share the dream story now, you're more than welcome to, dude. It's totally cool. It's up to you. Yeah, I, I'll go for it. Go for it, man. Okay, yeah, and, so, and, and if you got more later, you can share more later. So. Yeah, it's actually pretty interesting when I try to like recall older dreams that have happened. Sometimes more details can actually come up that I didn't originally remember, um, but also sometimes they fall away. But how I remember this dream starting, obviously this might seem kind of fragmented because it is a dream and it's hard to put to words. But basically I was in my childhood home and I had awoken like, I was in my bed in the dream and there was this really loud sound coming from downstairs in my house. And I naturally went to go find this loud sound 
And it appeared that my older brother at the time was throwing a party in, in the like main floor of our house while I was trying to sleep. And I got so frustrated. And I said, like, party's over. Like, I called the party off and everyone had to leave. And this is where like things picked up in intensity of the dream because I recall watching all these cars that were just like somehow smushed into our small little driveway just start driving down the road and I was following the cars from this bird's eye view watching them drive to this new location and once I got to this new location I realized that like oh the party's just moving somewhere else like I don't need to follow them anymore and when I had that realization I was in this new like space like I was in a different plane and it felt kind of like if anyone's familiar with Minecraft, it felt like I was literally placed within a video game. And as I was walking or moving my perception forward in the dream, I was creating what I was seeing. Like it was almost as if, you know, when you're driving down the road and you see like the little shimmering light when it's there's water on the, or it looks like water, but they say it's just like not water. It was like that where everything was loading as I came closer to it. And as I went along this track that I was creating, I, it felt like a roller coaster and I'd go up and I'd go down. And I was feeling in my dream body, the sensation of lifting up and lifting down. And then the last like detail of the dream that I remember is my mom actually being there. And she's like, oh, you're just on another one of those journeys, aren't you? <laughs> And it was just so funny to me as I woke up, like almost laughing, like my mom's like ironically speaking to me, like, oh, you're just, just going out deep again, aren't you? So <laughs> yeah, that was a dream story I had recently. Super interesting. And it, it's, it's interesting when you do kind of get those dreams where it's just kind of like, like something you're, you're kind of working through things and it's just kind of like this like mundane thing. And then suddenly it's just kind of like, whoa, like this is like a whole nother world. Right. So it's just kind of like, and it is, I, I think being able to use the metaphor of a lot of video game terminology within dreams actually applies quite well. Like if you've ever like been in a dream and you like drop down the console and type in like the God mode commands and like the no clip and you start flying around and loading up new levels, like that's almost lucid dreaming when you think of it. It's like literally like dropping down the console and entering in some additional codes and like spawning items and kind of is what I'm talking about. You guys know what I'm talking about and stuff like that. So, um, which is to no mistake, right? Like you look at the technologies and stuff and they're obviously any technology that we create is like a fractal of some sort of like spiritual truth in some way. So like video games are like this like dimension within a dimension within a dimension. And so dreams are like another, it's just, it's just in different ends of the spectrum, right? So it's like, we can kind of create this like virtual reality where we create these other dimensions where we can become God-like, or we can kind of like go back to the inner dimensions in the dream space and almost experience more or less the same thing. So anyways, getting off the whole other thing there. Um, Mason, thank you again. And for everybody here, be sure to connect with Mason at instagram.com forward slash cosmic landings. Mason's got a lot of other cool stuff happening. 
relative to dreams. So if you guys want to be able to connect further with Mason, I would highly encourage it. And Mason's has got, uh, we, I was working on his Patreon and his Discord with him today. So there's a lot of cool stuff there and guided meditations and meditations that will probably like theme dream stuff into it and stuff like that. So uh, definitely be sure to connect with Mason and show your support there. So Mason, thank you again. And looking forward to chatting more as we go. So, okay. Um, let me just check in. We'll pass it over to Sonia. Sonia, is Sonia, was, was Sonia, did Sonia have their hand up originally? Because Kaylee, I know you have your hand up. Um, okay, Sonia, if you're still there, feel free to jump back in and we can pass over to Kaylee uh, after Sonia, if Sonia's still there. So, okay, cool. Sonia, thumbs up. You're still good with that. Kaylee, you're, you're fine with that. You guys are so patient. I love you guys. Okay, uh, Sonia. <laughs> okay, cool. Sonia, we'll, we'll pass it over to you. Anything that you would like to share about dreams? And, and again, please feel free to briefly introduce yourself as well. And welcome, Sonia. Thanks, Brendan. Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone on YouTube, too. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, some really interesting topics that we talked about. I was really interested in um, what really came to mind was uh, that, like, recently what I've noticed, because the thing is I am really big on um, journaling, like dream journaling as well. I've started doing that maybe a couple of months ago. I started that as a practice and you do become more and more familiar with it. Feel like your subconscious mind or your um i don't know whatever it is i, I still don't completely understand i'll be honest about that but like there's a part of you that understands the practice and more and more of it comes through and i kind of see it or understanding understand it as a form of um channeling almost you know like i always i someone on Instagram that I followed, another artist, she mentioned, cause she does a lot of things relating to like ET beings and that kind of stuff. But like when she channels, she always uses the same book and the same pen. That way your mind kind of associates the book and the pen with the purpose and what's coming through. So like you create that connection. Um, and I've seen like similar themes come through and I'm really interested in, I think, Joshua Peter but someone mentioned something about the Akasha or the Akashic records and I'm getting similar like recurring dreams that have been coming through more and more and I think the more I practice understanding my dreams and um, I'm picturing like this world I don't know if anyone like has like had experiences with having dreams of a similar place like repeatedly because I feel like, I don't know if it's a past life or if maybe time is nonlinear or if like it's an alternate reality somewhere. I don't know if it existed before or it exists somewhere in another dimension or maybe it exists as a memory of an ancient time. I don't know. I feel like it might be Lemurian because I feel like I always see these kind of mountains and that's right I used to live in Australia I lived there like half my life hence the accent but I was actually born in Canada uh, born in Montreal and this is where I live now but um sometimes I like when I lived there I remember just like just from like the forest and like things that I've seen and just like the tropical subtropical like I don't know if it's part of me like can visualize based on memory as well what it must have looked like because I feel like Australia was like a, that's what's left of what was once Lemuria. But at the same time, it looks like very different to anything I've ever seen. 
like I feel like I live like there are times where I've pictured kind of like my home <laughs> you know I feel like I've pictured like where I live there and like places I hang out and like there's like mountains but it's near a river it's almost like cliff like and I feel like I've seen similar places all the time I don't know if this resonates with anyone but like I I'm really curious to know where this place is like if it exists in like um for real like in this physical world or it's in another dimension I don't know I'm really fascinated by things like that but I feel like the more that I ask my spirit guides or the more I ask the universe like someone like can you please reveal to me what it is you know whenever I insist on knowing maybe it's like less than I'm trying to control my journey right I'm becoming too conscious and I'm too attached to it so it doesn't come through as naturally and fluidly or vividly um and like this is this place recurring yeah I, I feel like it every so often like the less I try to dream about it that's when I dream about it and I've also noticed that like, even with my subconscious mind, I feel like when I'm going through a lot, like periods of massive change. And I also heard this somewhere recently that the more you're conscious and like self-aware of, especially when you're shifting your own identity, I feel like right now I'm rewiring a lot of my old beliefs. I'm trying to manifest things, but again, it's like push pull, right? Cause I'm trying to not attach, but when I'm changing my behaviors and the way that I identify with certain things in my life, I feel like even in my um, dream, I can see two different paths and like choices I can make. And even in my dream state, I'm choosing, no, this is the old me. This is the new me now. And it's almost like quite fascinating how even in my dream state, I see almost like a reflection of what I'm like and or what I want in my physical reality just little hints of it. So, and I, yeah. And I think it really touches on the, I don't know how he mentioned it before, but the, how like the divine experience or something like that, like tuning into my true essence. And um, uh, yeah, I'm still, you know, trying to figure it out, but maybe I shouldn't try to figure it out, you know? And even when I, like, I'm working on a new painting and it's like, as I'm painting, I want to add to it stuff from my dreams. So I feel like my non-conscious self wants me to go there and explore that um, in my practice. But yeah, these are things I've observed lately. So I'm just curious to see what other people have to say. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Thank you, Sonia. And, and I love that idea. Again, I know we kind of talked about it before the recording where it's like, in sometimes it's like, sometimes it's like, if I try really hard to dream, it doesn't work. But when I don't try, then it works. So it's kind of like this whole like law of attraction thing where again, I think intention is important kind of saying like my intention is to develop my relationship with my dream practice. And then having that target, but then kind of like letting go of kind of like how and when that shows up to you. I mean, I'm sure you guys have probably heard all about that in law of attraction concepts, law of resonance and stuff. So um, yeah, I think it is kind of like this thing where we put out that signal to the universe and creating the routines and the habits helps incubate that. But at the same time, just kind of, you know, going to sleep and just be like, if it happens, it happens. Opposed to waking up in the morning being like, oh, it didn't happen and be like shaking your fist at the universe and stuff like that. And the universe is like, this is exactly why you're not ready. Like this right here, this attitude right here, this is why, you know, you know, it's just kind of like humble yourself. And then eventually, you know, 
again, I think you can kind of develop that relationship. And one of the intentions with dreams is kind of this idea of just being like, show me what I need to see. And, yeah. and sometimes <laughs> that may be nothing. And sometimes it may be Lumeria, you know? So. <laughs> Sonia, did you want to say something? Go, go right ahead, jump back in. Oh, no, that's it. I think like really, I thanks for saying that, Brendan, because it's true. It's almost like I know this to be true. And it's like a constant like, let go Sonia let go and it's like cool I got this this time and now let it go like I more will be revealed but it's not up to me to decide and know when right so mm -hmm. it's like part of my journey and I have to honor that and what's out there and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> dream practice is definitely a very very humbling experience it would seem and and, and again, you know, I think uh, I'm sure we've all kind of realized this, like there seem to be certain points within our life where it's almost as like, for whatever reason, it's like our dreaming almost gets turned off, you know, like, like, especially if we are kind of going through something with like big changes and stuff, it's almost as if like the, the soul is kind of conducting this choice and just be like, you're going to go to sleep, like just rest. You know, like this is what you need right now. You know, like there's some, there's something kind of curating from a higher dimensional plane that knows what's better for us, opposed to us kind of like projecting from this ego place of wanting dreams, right? But even still, it's like, why? Why do you want to develop your relationship with dreams? Because I think some people, especially over the past while, and, and, and I'll pass over to Kaylee in two seconds, you know, they've probably like seen a bunch of videos about astral projection and lucid dreaming, and they almost approach it from like a spiritual ego or an unconscious ego where they're just like, this sounds really cool. This sounds really like something where I can have an exciting experience. And I think that's a great way to kind of be brought into it. But that relationship isn't something that you can really build a foundation on as well. So I think, you know, the universe might be like, here's a sample, you know, but you don't get the full ticket. Like you don't get the full show um, unless you do the work. And I think that's kind of the thing is that dreaming the the results that we get is going to be oftentimes like a result of the work that we put into it it's a relationship you know so if you don't put the work into the relationship it's probably not going to build quite in the way that you would want it to but then the odd time you'll just like not be trying to do anything and you'll wake up and you'll be like like what was that what was that dream about like it was like some crazy crazy dream and and sometimes those dreams come at a very powerful moment and uh you know might serve a purpose that we don't fully know until a little bit later on but who knows so so fascinating so Okay, um, Sonia, thank you again. And uh, Kaylee, thumbs up, we'll, we'll pass over to you next. And then uh, Kai, Camilla, Kai after, Kai after Kaylee, and then Camilla, if you wanna jump right in. Cool, okay, Kaylee, thank you so much for joining in and we'll pass it over to you. Feel free to introduce yourself and tell us about dreams and all the crazy wacky stuff that we like to talk about here. So, <laughs> welcome Kaylee. Oh, hold on, audio is, nope. Nope, it's not coming through. <laughs> just like, is the audio coming through? No, it's not. So, How about is, now? Yes, now it is. Okay, good. <laughs> Welcome, Kaylee. Like two of the same microphone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I'm Kaylee. I'm Kaleidospective on Instagram. And um, I am a pretty avid dreamer. I have been since I was young. And I love the approach um, that you both had just mentioned because I do feel like uh, having that healthy relationship with dreams because they really are a tool. And if you continue to build that muscle, um, it's only gonna get better for you. I mean, you dream every single night. So uh, for me, like last week after the podcast, I asked a couple of the Paradigm Shift guides, like, you know, what, what are you guys doing to um, help like further your dream space? Because I feel like I have, you know, all these great message and every, messages and everything, you know, and I want to start getting into some of the more like 
um, you know, trying astral projection because I feel like I probably would be pretty good at it. But I, I think just coming from that healthy perspective of like, you can also just work on what you already have. So for instance, like the dream journaling, that's helping build that muscle every single day. And even though um, like for me, I don't necessarily even set the attention before bed, which I know that's something that I could do to help my dream space. But um, even if I'm not, I'm still able to, um, you know, have that thought that like, okay, in the morning, I'm going to wake up and journal my dreams. So it's going to help me build that up and remember them over time. Um, but it's little things, little steps at a time. Like I've been trying to count my fingers in the dream space. So I can become lucid. So once I get like kind of the gist of like, hey, wait a second, like I'll, it'll often be like if I see like a loved one who's passed, I'm like, wait a second, they're not alive. I must be dreaming. Let me like take this by the horns and I try to start counting my fingers. And the issue I'm running into now is I keep counting six fingers on my first hand and I can't get past it and I fall back into my dream space. <laughs> but it's progress nonetheless. So take take small steps and keep chipping away at it. It's like um, if you're just starting to lift weights, like you don't necessarily even need weights, just doing the motions with your arms, you know, starts building it up. So just take small steps. Um, but for me, yes, dream journaling is like super baked into my morning routine. Uh, I did have it, I've reached a point where my dreams were just becoming so detailed that like every morning I woke up, I was like, oh my gosh, it felt like a chore. And uh, what I've started doing of lately is I've just been trying to cut that back and write down just like key moments, not having to make it super uh, organized. If you can just jot down a couple of words and stuff to help you remember it, then you can reference that even just throughout your day and go back to, oh, actually that makes sense to something now. So. Um, that's something I've been doing to make it a little bit easier on myself and a little bit less like rigid and, and chore-like. Um, but my favorite tool that I use for um, getting the important messages out of my dreams is, um, and I believe I might've shared this in the past, but uh, the first thing that I write down in the morning is usually my most potent message. And I, I kind of have that intention in mind. It's like whenever you're like half asleep, half awake, you're still kind of in the dream state. Um, even if it's like you have a song lyric stuck in your head, that's the first thing I write down in my journal. Uh, sometimes it's a phrase. Like um, I, actually a few few months ago, and I, I like what they were saying about it being a way to access the Akashic Records. I so much I can say on this because of lately I've been kind of noticing that prophetic uh, aspect in my dream space where I'm starting to like jot things down and then like a day or so or a week later I'm like, wait a second <laughs> I think I did. I'm like flipping through my journal like I think I, I said I drummed something on that last week but um anywho yes so I had left my job at the end of January and I'm working on figuring out what my soul's calling is and um I was like man I really don't know where to start and I think that was kind of starting to be reflected in my dream space and I woke up one morning and I wrote down modalities, which it's like one of those words I've like always heard, but I just never really knew what it was. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, the definition never really stuck. Um, and then I looked it up and there's the spiritual modalities. That's where you can go all sorts of directions with your healing and, you know, like you can do Reiki, you can do dream interpretation. Hey, you know, um, 
And so that was like kind of cool. That was the first word that came up. So it gave me something to look, look up and I was like, wow, okay, that actually helped. Um, another instance recently, like I woke up and it was, it was pretty trippy. <laughs> the first thing I woke up to was that I saw like, it was almost like a computer screen, an old school computer screen. And it said my name, Kaylee. And then it said switch user next to it. <laughs> that was the first thing I wrote down. I was like, what? <laughs> Am I switching timelines? I mean, I, I think I might be in my dream space. I don't know. There's so many, so many things that you can use dreams for. But again, just bringing that back to the basics, uh, just write down, even if they're super silly and it's like, I randomly dreamt that this like worm crawled across in front of me, like, write that down that probably means something you can look it up or um i, I like cammy said this and I, i'm sure you'll probably say this a little bit but i know cammy said in the comments that trusting your intuition um and not always depending on um like google sources to figure out what the dreams are like how did you feel in that moment um and and what did that symbol feel like to you i think because there's so many different definitions of these things out there um, like I had a dream with a bunch of snakes the other night, but I looked it up and like, I didn't really resonate with any of the interpretations of seeing snakes, but I knew what it made me feel. So um, I could go on and on. I'm sure I'll, I'll chat a little bit more and I'd, I'll share some dream stories here in a little bit. So I'll let some of you guys talk. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Kaylee, so much. It was beautiful just listening. I love how excited we all get about dreams and stuff like that. Like everyone's just like, it is it's it's exciting because we don't get a chance to talk about it a lot so yeah yeah no and, and they're and there's they're so important to us you know like so it's really cool awesome kaylee thank you again for sharing beautiful okay uh kai we can pass over to you cammy did you want to go after kai and lauren welcome welcome lauren cool okay cool with that okay cool kai go ahead and we'll pass over to you and please feel free to introduce yourself and talk all about the dreams you want to talk about etc cetera, etc cetera. welcome kai yeah you're right like i've been smiling so much just listening to people's dreams and like kaylee's like switch user like it's just like, poof, like you can have like yeah crazy like symbolisms from dreams that really like just make you like just yeah make you kind of wonder uh, my name is kai um, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at coachq.md. I'm a transformational coach and a yoga meditation teacher. I was a very vivid and lucid dreamer when I was young, like really young. Like I remember I might have been like nine or eight. And I remember like still two of those lucid dreams at that age. And then I went through like, I don't know, maybe when I was like in my early, early teens, all the way up until like, 20 until I was 23 I didn't like really dream at all and it wasn't until I think it was like 20 the Christmas of 2017 um I got really I just kind of was like I don't know I was just went down like a YouTube rabbit hole and then I started like learning about lucid dreaming and I was hearing all these cool stories of like of um like Paul McCartney like he dreamt up like the melody yesterday and all these crazy things. And then like what got me really interested was I was hearing this physician, like a doctor, like an MD on a podcast. And he said he's a, he like coaches and he teaches people to lucid dream. Cause he said he's at the point of lucid dreaming where he sees it as he gets another like five hours 
of his day because he's so good at lucid dreaming. He said he practices the piano. Like he freaking practices the piano. And there's other like physicists out there that will like almost like conduct experiments in their dreams. So you get a third, like a third of your life if you can, you know, lucid dream. Um, but like lucid dream is only like, you know, one area that I get nerdy about. Um, so yeah, it was three years ago. I, I got really interested and I wanted to dream again. And um, it was like, it was like winter time. It was approaching Christmas. And I remember like, I just had this strong intention. I spent the evening, I, I watched, uh, I watched Inception. <laughs> so I got really excited about dreaming, extra excited. I love the movie. And then um, like Mason was saying earlier, I just listened as I was falling asleep, like a lucid dreaming guided recording. And I started dreaming again and I haven't stopped. And um, that, was, that was about three years ago. Um, so yeah, I, I, I started picking up different like dreaming, journaling and different practices. And one like book that really helped shaped my understanding and it gave me like a framework and like a step-by-step -step practice is called, it's called, uh, it's called Inner Work, Using Dreams and Active Imagination for Personal Growth. And it's by Robert Johnson. And he is a, like a Jungian therapist, Jungian psychologist. So his background, it's all um, with Carl Jung's work. And he dives into like consciousness and unconsciousness. And I'm, I'm definitely generalizing here, um, but he sees dreams as like a direct portal to our unconscious. Whereas in our normal waking day, we are mostly in our consciousness. And um, I'm just gonna read like little small paragraphs. Um, he, like, he gives this beautiful image that he describes um, like our, in our waking life. You could think of it when we're awake, it's like we're pretty much under conscious, our egoic framework. And he's, he describes it as like when we're awake, our ego is like an island. And um, like an island people living on the island world, all we know is the island and our perspective is shaped about the island. And then he goes, oh, he describes that our ego, like being like island people, we're not aware of the outside limits of the little island and we have a very narrow perspective of reality and the truth that's contained just on the island. And then he describes like in dreams, which is like the unconsciousness, he describes that as the ocean. So he says that it's the unseen ocean of energy, these huge forces, they're at work. And even though we're not conscious of them during our waking day, this is like a bitter pill to swallow, but we are less conscious than we think. Like literally, even though we're not aware of our unconsciousness, it is really like the oceanic world in our minds that is kind of uncontrolled. And we only can like perceive like, you know, little bits of it. And quite often, like, you know, then we can talk about willpower. I would say we have less willpower than we actually like to think we have. Um, so he, like, he goes and describes that, um, like in the ocean, like the unconsciousness, like that's like where mythical kingdoms are and the depth carry on in our lives parallel to the daily life of our conscious mind. Um, and he talks about here, the purpose of learning to work with the unconsciousness is not just to resolve our conflicts or deal with our neuroses. We find there a deep source of renewal, growth, strength, and wisdom. We connect with the source of our evolving character. We cooperate with the process whereby we bring the total self together. Because um, he describes a lot of our issues is like disagreements, 
with our unconsciousness and our consciousness and um and almost like different players and different personalities and different selves that lives in the unconsciousness they could be kind of conflicting with each other um so he describes like dreams are the a beautiful place to observe the conflicts and also to learn um the different players in our unconsciousness and it could be a source of us figuring out what is the storyline that plays out in our waking day so in anything like dreams are more truthful and they are as valid of a reality as our like waking reality. Um, and he, he kind of goes more to describe that he really wants us to give as much validation, as much value in our dreaming reality compared to our waking reality. Um, they're equally as important. Um, so here he says, the world of dreaming, if only we realized it, has more practical and concrete effects on our lives than our outer events do. For it is in the world of dreaming that the unconsciousness is working out its powerful dynamics. It is there that the great forces do battle or combine to produce the attitudes, ideals, and beliefs and compulsions that motivate most of our behavior. So once we've, come, we've become sensitive to our dreams, we discover that every dynamic in a dream is manifesting itself in some way in our practical lives. So whatever um, dynamics, whatever like um, the ways that different dream symbols are playing out in our dreams, like, you know, you might have like villains and heroes fighting. You might have like your best friend that shows up constantly, but he's, you know, it's just a symbol of your best friend. Like, don't take it literally. It's not really like, you know, you should call your best friend, maybe sometimes, but it's like whoever that friend symbolizes, like, was he a friend? Did he betray you? Who does he represent in your own psyche, in your own, in your own inner world? So we can use and understand these conflicts, these dynamics within our dreams across the symbols um, for it to, to show us um, how our actions, our feelings, our relationships, our decisions and our automatic routines and our urges and our feelings in our waking life. How does the dream dynamics, how do that tell us what's going on underneath that affects our day-to-day our -day life? Um, and, and in my own work, um, using um, like his, his, his way of breaking down dreams is um, I'll, I'll keep, I keep a dream journal and uh, I keep it like in my bed. Like I have the pen, like I'll have my pen like uncapped and ready and I'll have it like right on the page. And even the night before, like what Mason was saying, it's so important to have a nighttime routine and your morning routine. So I literally the night before, I'll actually like clear out a page and I'll, like, I'll, I'll write the date for tomorrow and I'll write dreams and I'll like underline it. So it's like ready, like I'm ready to write the dreams the first thing when I wake up. And literally the first thing when you wake up, um, like just roll over and like, just like, you know, qu quickly like try to like, just repeat as many details that you still remember because it, it like fades like that. So then just grab your book and just start writing as much as you can. And I personally like to write in first person as if it's like happening as I'm writing it. And um, what's important is um, your interpretation of the symbols. Um, so for instance, like um, one of the first steps as you're writing out the dream, um, you can like maybe circle important symbols that pop up like people, places, colors, actions. And one way is then for you to with each thing that you write out to um, just free flow, 
like, like here's an example. So in this person's dream, uh, it was blue. So they just wrote as much things that they associate themselves with blue. So literally you just don't think too hard about it. Like here they wrote like, um, cool, detached, sad. I've got the blues, blue, blown away, clarity, consciousness. So it's in some ways it's more important what your personal interpretations are because everyone's like symbol, of course there's like collective symbols that have similar meanings across people, but a lot of our own symbols, like our personal people, like that is our personal associations that we have to come up with ourselves to understand. And um, what's interesting that I didn't really know before diving into um, Jungian dream work, it's um, to look at how the different symbols, after you kind of figure out the associations the best that you can, how they interact with each other. Because he brings the importance of the dynamics. So the dynamics just means how like two different uh, symbols, how they interact, how they interplay. So as you like kind of interpret your dreams, if you choose to go down this path, you can figure out, uh, for instance, like I have reoccurring dreams where I am like on a basketball court and I suck, even though like I grew up playing basketball court, I, I grew up playing basketball and I loved it. And I was pretty good. Um, but I think for me, like the basketball court could represent like, for instance, maybe like the competitiveness of me being on stage as like a masculine player. And so funny, cause like in the dreams, like, like eight out of 10 times, like I'm sucking, like I'll, I'll, I'll throw away the ball. I'll try to like shoot at the hoop, but like I, I lose all my strength and I'm like barely like, you know, making it in the air. But it's so interesting. Cause it's like, as you almost like do the work in the waking reality, the dreams like kind of shift. Or like if you're able to like be a bit lucid and shift the dream, then like my waking life changes. So I realized in my last like a year or two, as I've been like, you know, leaning more into my masculine and doing the healing and growing as a person and be in a place of more of my heart than fear, it's like the dreams like play out differently. There's like sometimes while I'm on the court, I make a shot and I, and I actually score. <laughs> so it's so cool to see how like, you know, the waking reality, that's one reality. And to be honest, like, we are dreaming with our eyes open and then there's the dreaming reality and they're both equally as valid and powerful and they both can in some ways like merge and bleed each other into each other uh, so I, I i love to dream and i encourage everyone to give it a shot uh, maybe it might take an evening of watching inception and then listening to some guided uh, lucid dreaming recordings and then just have your journal or your journal ready and um, see what, what comes up. Awesome, Kai, thank you so much. And, and again, you know, I just love how much wisdom you have to be able to share on this. And I'm sure we could just talk about this for hours and hours on end. And yeah, no, it's just one of those topics. It's just literally just the rabbit hole just doesn't end and and yeah and, and again just real quick and passing it over to to cammy and then uh lauren if you're ready we can pass it over to you um understanding that like dreams have like the primordial language of symbols like like that like that's literally like the base language of the universe maybe relatively speaking like i don't know i guess you could probably like take it even lower than that if you're just talking about like i don't know like ones and zeros or vibrations or something like that but anyways like beyond spoken word the universe communicates to itself through the language of symbols. So that's where like through dream practice, there is a language there and you can actually learn it and, and to understand that it's very personal. So every person 
is kind of like learning the language of their dreams. Like, like that's where, you know, when you get those books where it's like, oh, this is, you know, dream interpretation, dream symbols and stuff like that. Those are great. Those can be a great starting point. But at the end of the day, the best person to interpret your dreams is you. It, it will be your unique sort of encyclopedia of symbols and how it all kind of links together uh, there as well. So, um, yeah. And, and again, I love that idea that every just to have that concept that everything that we're seeing within our dreams is like a hologram. You know, it's a reflection of something inside of us uh, as well. So when we kind of have that wisdom, it gives us the ability to be able to have like the the skill set, the philosophical skill set to be able to begin looking at things from that lens, um, opposed to it being quite as literal. We, we start to get more analytical and philosophical and kind of like look through the layers. Oh, why did I see that? Where was that coming up from? Um, you know, it, it's kind of like dreams kind of serve the purpose of almost like a, a therapist before therapists were around, you know? So it's just like, we all can use that and so instead of needing the external person, um, you know, here we have this opportunity to be able to work with like this internal oracle or this, this, intern this internal source of, of being able to like serve as a mirror for us to be able to see ourselves. So, so can we kind of show up with that dreams, with our dreams, with that understanding to actually be able to go into our dreams and be like, ooh, like I wonder what I'm going to see within myself today. Um, and what happens when we kind of show up to that with an open heart and a willingness to be able to look into those parts of ourselves, to be able to see ourselves. Like, that's the thing, like dreams, like absolutely dreams are a great place to do, you know, what people like to refer to as shadow work and, and everything. But again, even still, you may go through a process of a dream where it may be something that may be shadow work-esque, but you still have to make the conscious choice to be able to do something with that when you wake up. The dream will be like, here, 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 this is for you. But then we still have that free will to be able to say like, oh, I choose to do this with it. Um, in the same way that we can just be like, meh, and just kind of, meh, and just kind of turn away from it or whatever. But usually when we do that, you know, it, it will show up in some other way. And and if anything, maybe if we're working on things through our dream practices and our meditations and our reflection and our journaling, maybe working on it through our dreams actually prevents it from having to come up within our physical reality, you know? So it's kind of like this thing where it's like, oh, you want to like deal with less crazy shenanigans within your physical reality? maybe those can be dealt with within the dream space first because again it's always kind of like your, your external world is a reflection of the internal world so when we're working with the internal world within the internal spaces um maybe that kind of like prevents like like it, it kind of changes the story where the universe is like oh you're not going to pay attention to your dreams here let it bring it literally into your physical reality so that you can learn from it as well i mean i, I don't know I'm just, does that make sense kind of like or, or is, is that a, i guess a thing maybe yeah in some way so Okay. All right. Let's keep passing the talk and stick around. Um, we're going to pass it over to... Da, 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 da. Oh, Lizzie, are you heading out? Okay. Lizzie, I think just headed out. Bye, Lizzie. Um, Cammie, we're going to pass over to you. Lauren, did you want to go after Cammie? Yeah. Okay, cool. And uh, Lacey just joined as well. So Lacey, you can let us know if you'd like to be able to go after Lauren as well. Um, thank you again, everyone, for holding space and, and let's keep going. And uh, we're not going to do like a super long broadcast tonight, probably just like six hours, maybe 10 hours. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll, right, Kaylee? Just like, we'll see. Maybe we'll just fall asleep on air together. You guys cool with that? Dream practice? That, that, would, that actually would be kind of cool to just like do a workshop where it's like, all right, everyone go to sleep and then we wake up and then we talk about what we dreamt about and stuff. Maybe. All right, we'll have to do a special broadcast for that. Okay, Cammy, I'm going to pass it over to you. Welcome again to everybody who may just be joining in. And Cammy, when you're ready, please feel free to briefly introduce yourself and uh, anything that you'd like to be able to share about dreams, why it's important to you, et cetera, et cetera. Welcome, Cammy. Hello. 
Uh, I'm Cami. You can find me on Instagram as Luminous by Camila Bruce. And uh, I, I, I don't have nearly as much wisdom as <laughs> everybody else who has uh, talked. Um, but I, um, I do have a few dreams that, uh, you know, talking about like how dreams can be uh, very like premonitions. I've had a few of those. Um, and I do believe that dreams are a way of showing us things that we're either repressing or needed, needing to look at, like looking at from the perspective of um, like a shadow work. Um, definitely. Um, I think that dreams are definitely just like way showers, like, um, like a, a guide or, or yeah, kind of like a guide. And so we should definitely look into them and pay attention to them if we can remember. And so I have been really bad at journaling. <laughs> I have to be honest, I've been trying. Um, but uh, I do wake up a lot at night and I like I, I'll remember things. But if I start to write down, like I wouldn't sleep at all because if I don't go back to sleep, I wake up so much during the night that I just wouldn't <laughs> if I kept writing. But um, anyways, so I really wanted to share like a few dreams with you that have been like really intense for me and like very premonitory of things that have happened. And so, um, and, and again, like I said, like I wrote, uh, I feel like interpretation of dreams is very subjective. Um, you can definitely find stuff on Google and there's different pages that have like um, symbolic meanings for dreamings and for dreaming and all that stuff. But it always comes down to what we've been talking about, like how you feel about the dream, um, you know, what it actually, yeah, what it means to you and, and how it race, resonates to you. Um, everybody has a different, you know, if you ask anyone and there's experts and everything, but like they'll always have their own perspective of how to interpret your dream. So there's nobody else besides you that's gonna know better how to interpret them. Um, and so uh, I just wanted to share. So first a dream that I had, like, I think it was a few, like I've had it a few times and it kept coming back and it was before all COVID happened. And it was basically a dream where like, everything was collapsing like the i saw like a huge earthquake i was in a building and the building was empty and it was like in the top roof and like the building started to like shift like it was just dropping and uh falling and i was kind of hanging to this column and like trying to grab it like so badly and just hanging on to it, but I was just, I realized that I was just, I was gonna fall with the whole building anyways. So I let the column go and I kind of slid and through the whole process, like when I let go, I was just so at peace after I let go. And this is, I'm, I'm like 
telling it like very fast because like a lot of stuff happened but uh the the like what that meant to me is like the more i held on to anything like the more i was gonna um like not be able to flow or be at peace like like hanging on was just making me more stressed and more scared of this whole situation so i basically let myself go and next to the building there was this huge dam and the dam had a very big like cement wall and the wall was falling apart like breaking and when i fell i fell into the dam like really 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 deep like i just fell down 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 but i was in this bubble and i wasn't like um drowning or scared or anything and all of a sudden i just kind of got like like a slinky or something like some like i was being pulled down but then i was just shot like into the air and i was just flying above and all these things were just falling apart under me it was just like you know like flying over it and just looking at all this destruction with such peace that it was just um i had this like knowingness that uh everything was going to be okay even though everything seemed that it was falling apart you know and so there's there's a lot of um you know there's a lot of symbols in there too and you know flying has its own meaning and water has its own meaning as well and um i do dream about water a lot a lot a lot um whether it be like dirty or clear and those things are super symbolic to me um but you know like in this case it was just the water was sucking everything into it and and everything then was just peaceful after it and that was basically the end of the dream uh i had another dream that was very recurring when i was a teenager and i was telling brendan like the 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 graphic for the dream class is super similar so there's this four pillars in the middle of nowhere like it just like it's like a field and it was kind of like a chess uh, floor um and there were people there but i i don't know who like i just know there was a lot of people there with me and all of a sudden this light shuts up from heaven and i just we all start just getting sucked into the light and beamed up <laughs> and um that like i that that dream is a dream that i've had quite a few times and so i also feel that's very i feel like we're we're in that place right now like we're ascending you know we're being beamed up and um it's just, it feels like it's it's coming from that vision you know all that's happening right now and with that like earthquake going on and all those things like it, it just feels like it was very premonitory of what what has been happening um during these past years
and I um, I've also had dreams like lately the things that I've been remembering because I it's really sad I used to dream very like vividly and very symbolic and it was really amazing and now I've been not dreaming like that like I, I barely remember but the dreams that I have been remembering have to do a lot of like with with shadow work so seeing myself as being mean or ignoring others or and I actually think I talked to Lauren about it um there was this dream where I saw myself kind of like a you know like very devilish and um it scared me but eventually like um you know I sat with my guides and they were like you know this is basically there's things that you need to work through and that's why you're seeing yourself like that and you just need to find out like what shadows you, you need to work through and um so when you see it from that perspective like you don't take it so literally because sometimes we we see things that scare the hell out of us in dreams and they're just symbolic like remembering to not taking it literally and just like working it through and analyzing why am i seeing these things and trusting your gut back to the intuition just um trusting your intuition and and just like deciphering what these dreams are telling you and so i definitely know that i'm being sent a lot of messages through dreams and i wish i could remember more uh, but I feel like that that image of me like holding on to that pillar and you know like when you try to 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 attach to things and like in my case trying to remember and and every night I've been like going to sleep and asking like hey please help me remember and you know but for some reason you know I, I just I'm not remembering as much so I feel like I'm in that like surrender space right now where it'll it'll start happening, you know, when it needs to, and eventually I'll start remembering. But I think that what you guys have said about journaling and all those tools that you have um, been giving us, uh, that's super awesome because I'm definitely gonna start doing all of that, um, at least when I wake up in the morning. And, um, but yeah, I feel like dreams definitely are important and they definitely have um, messages there for us. And um, I think that's all I have for, <laughs> for dreaming. But yeah, um, it's really cool. Like the, the times that I'm able to, to remember them, it's just really amazing. And I'm super excited about uh, Lacey's stories. <laughs> Oh, Lacey, your your hype precedes you. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Kami, that was that was wonderful. Thank you for sharing that story. And 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 honestly, you sharing that story, um, very reminiscent of a dream that I had last night, uh, as oh, well. Wow. Where where again it was kind of and I'm sure probably other other of us have had similar things, but it, it was kind of maybe I'll talk about it later, but it was basically a similar thing where there was kind of like imminent destruction, but then from my point of view, just kind of like absolute surrender as yeah. well. And just kind of like it was kind of one of those dreams so yeah and i'm sure i'm sure that's something that probably like it'd be interesting this is where it's like oh man we need to do like surveys across the collective and if you could figure out what people are dreaming it probably like 
be a very powerful representation of where like the collective hive mind is so to speak so that's super interesting and yeah. like what sonia was saying from uh you know recurring dreams of like going to places i i just remembered like yeah there, there's this place and i was told by my guides i'm from andromeda and like there's this place that i visit a lot uh where there's like this huge ocean it kind of blends in with the sky and like the stars just kind of it's like an endless sky with an ocean it, there's no separation there and it's a, a beach and it's kind of like nighttime but it's daytime at the same time and i go there a lot a lot a lot and it feels like home like it definitely it feels like home and i've never seen it like in real life and so i feel like definitely there's places that basically we we just have been in other lives and we just we just go back and visit and probably eventually we'll end up there again <laughs> yeah no such a such a fascinating concept and and i know there's more to talk about there cami are you okay we'll pass over to Lauren next yeah we we had a, a in the video festival we had Neil on about galactic uh disclosure galactic origin and stuff like that and we started getting into this discussion where like he was talking about some pretty trippy dreams of dreaming being on other planets and then like when the dream ended it like ended with him kind of waking up on this planet um really kind of like mind-blowing stuff where yeah like through our dreams is that a way for us to kind of like tap into our like soul heritage you know, and dream of lifetimes on other planets and other dimensions and things. And here we are just like these, you know, we're just happen to be here on earth, but um, through the dream space, we tap into this like hyper network of information that expands beyond space and time as well. Let's keep the talking stick going around. I, I, again, we'll, we'll keep things, we'll wrap things up. I would say no later than 11, maybe earlier than that, but I do want to be able to encourage people to share any tips and tricks. We usually do this every broadcast, so if we repeat some things from previous broadcasts, that's okay, because there's always new people listening in every time. So, Lauren, give me a thumbs up, we'll pass it over to you, and then uh, Lacey, we can pass it over to you if you'd like to go, and then at that point, again, anybody else, we'll just kind of do popcorn style and, and go from there. So, Lauren, thank you so much for joining. Please feel free to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit or share from your heart anything about dreams, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Welcome. Yeah, hello everyone. My name is Lauren. You can find me at Hypnolution on all the channels. Um, and oh my goodness, there are so many great tips. I can't wait to read Inner Work by Robert Robert Johnson. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Thank you. Um, and so, yeah, dream therapy is a big part of hypnotherapy and just talking about the subconscious mind. It's really the biggest part. You think about that iceberg and the ego and the id and the super ego. And so let's see, I also have a free dream journal on my website. If you wanted to go to hypnotiontherapy.com, um, it's free dream journal and it's really a great way to separate the symbolic content from the literal content. When did the dream happen? What the timing cues, those could be really important. Um, who, how old were you? Were you a different person? Really looking into those aspects. And it's funny as a child, I just did this thing. I would do it just so naturally right before bed. I would, um, color in like a coloring book in my mind's eye and I would use the colors and then I would do mathematics and like play with adding up and subtracting things. Um, and then I would send like love to all of my family and my friends. And that's something that I did every night before bed. 
And as a child, we're just so great at lucid dreaming. And a lot of us have had flying dreams and we're able to travel around and do so many different things. But um, it really helped me to tap into that more. And even when Kai was talking about the word mapping, that's a big part of design and um, really just playing with different symbolic content. So yeah, when you wake up, even drawing some symbols could be a really great way. Or before you go to bed, drawing a little bit, um, playing with that, always setting intentions too. But um, yeah, the symbolic content is so interesting and really just tapping into like animals. Animals are one of the most fun parts of dreams, I feel like, because they can come in many different forms. And I also dream about water a lot. I'm always dreaming about water. Um, and underwater, I've dreamed once about an underwater world like a year ago, maybe a little bit more than that. And there was mermaids and stuff, but I don't really know the star galaxies <laughs> or anything, but I still have um, lucid dreams now. And I'll dream where I'm in this world and I'm just like flying above an ocean or flying above something fun. I play with like telekinesis a lot where I'll move items in dreams just I don't know why I just like want to turn up a light switch and I think it's fun to like play and do that <laughs> um, when I have nightmares and it is a form of shadow work nightmares could be definitely and understanding why those are coming if revolving it could also be from a past life and understanding that so hypnosis is really tapping into the cell memory of our subconscious too so when we're in hypnosis we can set the intention for dream venting so a suggestion to say when you're meditating or in a deep alpha or theta brainwave state to have that suggestion that's a great way for people to start remembering their dreams more it actually comes much more naturally so it's a great um way to remember them but um yeah so nightmares <laughs> some of the craziest nightmares i've had lately was a demon like in my face, like very scary. And it was right, I was thinking about reptilians the night before, so it was probably something to do with that. But <laughs> there was a, de <laughs> a like demon right in my face and I just was like, I'm gonna make out with you. And that's how it went away. <laughs> like I just needed to fight it with humor and that's what worked, I guess. Um, that's how I deal with a lot of my nightmares. Or if like there's a zombie attack, I'm like, I'm gonna fly away from here now, wee. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think it's funny because um, a very left-brained thing is sleep paralysis. And I don't know if a lot of us have experienced that before, but I kind of think of it almost as astral projecting, but like being really scared. So you're like afraid, your body's in that like heightened up phase where it's just like, what the fuck? I can't feel my body. I can't move my body. Like, get me out of here. <laughs> but if you were excited about like not being completely out of your body, then maybe you could practice that a little and, you know, start to wiggle your fingers and toes if you want to get out of it. But um, yeah, just nightmares in general are wild. But lately I've been dreaming. I always write down my dreams. Like I'll, I'll usually voice record them or I'll just draw out the symbols. It depends on how I'm feeling that day. My journal is like a mess. I just like draw random things. Oh, if anyone, you need to check out Maddie's, um, Maddie's presentation on intuitive art, if you haven't, from the Vivio Festival. And that was amazing to really connect your drawing with your intuition, your gut, your heart. Um, and that even part of being like a designer, it's just so intuitive to like 
raise your clairvoyance and your lucid dreaming abilities. Um, so yeah, that class was really awesome and really fun exercise to do to just mental exercise for dreaming and remembering them. Um, but yeah, all mindfulness tactics, those are all fun. And yeah, right before bed, just maybe color something and also do like a little mathematic equation. It's like equalizing your left and right brain a little bit. So I'll add you tap into that. And yeah, that's all I really got for now. I don't, I haven't, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Lauren. Again, just I, I'm just enjoying just sitting here listening. The, the, not too much that I always have to say after every single one. Um, beautiful. Okay, we'll, we'll keep things moving along here. A uh, quick shout out to those of you in the YouTube for being here. Um, I just, the sound was a little bit janky a moment ago. I apologize for that. Uh, let me know if it sounds fine in the YouTube chat. It should be fixed. If you ever notice the sounds janky where it's like or something like that, just let me know in the YouTube chat. Sometimes I don't see it right away. I don't know why it happens, but it does. But anyways, it should be fine now. So let's just keep moving things along here. More chat, less jankiness. And uh, yeah, thank you again. Sorry, that's like the only word I use now. Everything's janky this and janky that. So anyways, all right. Thank you again, everyone, for joining in. Um, Lacey, we'll pass over to you next. If you're ready, give me a thumbs up there. And then, yeah, from there, we'll, let's just kind of chit-chat some more and, and uh, keep talking until we all fall asleep on air together or something like that. So cool. All right, Lacey, thank you so much for being here, for coming back. And please feel free to briefly introduce yourself and share with us anything you want to talk about related to dreams, dream stories, et cetera, et cetera. Welcome, Lacey. Hi, I'm Lacey, uh, the Paper Druid, just here with my little spirit friend, Shay, who's visiting us. Um, yeah, I'm happy that I could jump in. I don't always get to, so I don't know what I could share. I've been dreaming for forever, as most of you already know, probably for 16 years now, I've been keeping a dream journal. And it's a big part of my, um, just like who I am as a person. It's part of my identity, I guess. Uh, yeah, dreaming is just a, a really great way to get to know yourself. <laughs> and my son, my son Jaden is just up listening. He loves dreams. Um, I'm teaching him the art of dreaming and uh, <laughs> he's getting all excited about it. <laughs> but he's like listening in on some of the dreams. You can't be jumping though, sweetie. Can I talk, please? Sure. Okay, you're gonna lay down. Thank you. So anyways, yeah, so some tips and stuff I could say. Um, for me, I think uh, I tuned, I was kind of jumping in and out, but I heard Brendan talking about how, you know, being patient with yourself of course knowing that like just like the seasons and just like you know this reality dreams kind of ebb and flow and being okay with messages that are coming through I know for me um I always set intention and I'm always looking at myself as being a conduit for like those higher dimensional places to come through and um whatever they mean to you because I mean Dreams don't need to be, I guess, like this like profound experience all the time. Um, they can just be a way for us to get to know ourselves better and to also help our waking reality, like our dreams and our waking reality 
come to the surface. So yeah, um, something else I wanted to say about dreams is that for me, I definitely look at them as being like the same reflection as like this place. So, you know, in the dream realm, there's dreams that are like outside of ourselves. And then there's also the inner, the inner world. So there's the outer world and the inner world. And the same thing takes place when we're awake. So, you know, we have those, maybe those darker dreams, the shadow work. For me, that can be either collectively or also we're working on our own, you know, whether that's past lives or just trauma from when we were children and so on and so forth. And then there's outer dreams. And those are also linked to the collective. And I know, I think Joseph and Peter briefly was listening to them and prophetic dreams. And um, I think with that, you can really like dream for everyone. And we're all dreaming for each other because we're all in this together. So the more we dream and the more we put the work in that, we can bring that back to to our daily lives, to our families, to, to our work. And definitely to our creativity as you guys know that I do most of my art is based off of dreams and um it's very intuitive so you know I have these experiences but then I also I never plan a piece of art that I'm gonna make it all comes I just I sit and I just let it come through and it comes through in such beautiful ways so we're all artists and we all have the ability to be amazing dreamers, be amazing artists, whatever medium that is. And yeah, it's just like, we have this full, like we have access to like unlimited knowledge and like power and just like, it's crazy that people don't do this all the time, like aren't actively doing it, you know? We've lost our way from this amazing medicine that we can just literally lay down in jump into any night anyways I'm like rambling but yeah um, my tips definitely setting intentions um being easier on yourself and you know I think there's a lot of reality checks if you're if you're planning on like astral projecting or like astral that kind of thing that's a little bit more I would say really study study yourself um, listen to your dreams and then start working on those other, those things, you know, one step at a time. Um, and those things will eventually God, There's so much happening around me right now. <laughs> lay down, please. I know, I know. Please lay down. Um, as I'm trying to like let the flow of my thoughts come out, but yeah, I might be able to jump in and give more tips. Um, of course I have, a whole bunch of dreams that I could share so if you want me to I totally can um I know me and Brendan we always you know if we're together we share our dreams but also you know we're not always together so we'll like send voice messages I think this morning we were like telling <laughs> sharing each other's dreams with each other and yeah they were a little like definitely I think reflective of like the current times what's going on in the world right now um and it was interesting. We both were like have very post-apocalyptic kind of dreams. So yeah, it was like weird. Like we're both in each other's dreams. Like they weren't necessarily negative dreams, but they weren't like, it was like this very neutral place to be. And a lot to learn from it still, right? Like 
the weird thing for me is like my dreams lately have been like not my 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 life like I've been really dreaming like I'm other people which I have many times before but it's like I'm I'm living someone else's life and I'm kind of going through their experiences and their traumas and it was very fascinating like a couple nights ago I dreamt that I was like this young girl and like you know she had a lot going on in her life and a lot of pain and she had this like stuff going on with her with her body and her heart and like it was it was weird because it wasn't me and like it wasn't my life experiences at all and but I there's a lot that I could learn from it and it was fascinating I was like where is this coming from I don't know like it's nothing from like my daily life no media I've been watching it was just like some other girl's life so very fascinating um and obviously dreams aren't always like that sometimes they're completely different it's just like it's wild you're like tuning into some frequency and you're you're diving in every night and sometimes you just dive into you know past lives or you know I it's crazy very fascinating though and I'm all about it so anyway <laughs> Jaden's playing with Lego now so I will jump out for a second to settle everyone Perfect. I have animals and child so. awesome. Lacey thank you again and, and we'll, we'll catch up when we can so alright beautiful awesome alright let, let's uh, like I said let's just kind of continue to, to open to anybody else who feels called to jump in um, some of the people who were speaking earlier uh, Mason uh, one of the earlier speakers if you guys want to jump in whoever feels called to jump in and again it could just be like more tips more dream experiences Mason I know you said you had more dream experiences uh, anything else? I mean, you guys help co-create this discussion at this point. So whoever wants to kind of jump in, just go ahead and raise your hands and we'll pass it over to you. And we'll just we'll just kind of chit chat for a little bit longer and then we'll uh, we'll get close to wrapping it up and we can do our little dream tree meditation at the end as well. So um, anybody else feel called to jump in at the moment? Kaylee? Ke Ke yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Kaylee, then Mason. Okay, cool. Or, or Mason, then Kaylee. One of the other. Mason, then Kaylee. Mason, then Kaylee. Okay, cool. All right, go ahead, Mason, when you're ready, jump right in. Yeah, just sharing on another tip that I've been trying to incorporate while it's still a little bit tough as I'm more familiar with it. What I've been learning is that you can do, I've just, some people call it like a reality check. Some people I've heard called a dream check. What you can do, and it kind of relates to what Kaylee was talking about earlier with counting her fingers is you make a practice of checking on something in your waking reality, whether it be the time or one that I've been really trying to develop is looking at my hands. And when you do this reality slash dream check, the idea is that the more you cement this into a regular practice that you do in your waking state, the higher the chance that you'll actually perform that dream slash reality check within the dream state. So if you're like, you can, let's say you have two hours of your day that is like spent that free time, maybe on your phone for that two hours, you set an alarm that goes off every 20 minutes. And when that alarm goes off, you, you observe your hands and you like, you count each finger, like make sure you've got 10. Um, you can feel into the texture, look at your fingerprint, the creases, 
maybe even just observe into the color of your hands. And then the more and more that you cement that into your waking reality, the higher the chance that you'll actually perform that check within the dream state and you'll gain more awareness that you're dreaming. Um, it's not easy to do. If you set the alarm, that's definitely like an accountability thing. I've definitely been just trying to make a note of like whenever I do see my hands to really just like sit there and appreciate them, like cultivate presence within a part that's always attached to me. One other reality check that I know is like pretty popular is using the time. You can look at a clock and let's say like, oh, it's nine o'clock then look away and look back and make sure it's still nine o'clock or it's still 9.01. And chances are, if the time is still accurate, you're, you're awake. <laughs> yes, make sure it's still a clock. And if you are in a dream, chances are you'll look at the clock and it'll shift or it'll show you a weird time. Like maybe the time displays 36.89. And it's like, okay, well, that's not a time. And then it triggers that awareness. Um, yeah, so that's just some tips for dream checks, reality checks that I've been working with as well. Awesome. And, and that's been working for you? On and off. It's really like it comes and goes in waves, really, because it, I'll have it happen in one dream. And then I'll like spend the whole next week like like we were talking about earlier, like you kind of develop this ego of the control of the dream. And it seems that the more I try to focus on it, sometimes the less that it happens in the dream. But I do think that it is still playing into the subconscious. And I do think it eventually will have like a compounding effect. Yeah, it's, it's definitely something where again, you know, like anything, it, it's the habit that that you're building so like it's one of those things where it's like you don't just do it once and if it doesn't work you quit like you really have to kind of like keep showing up and develop that because it's like developing the the routine in the waking life so that it repeats in the dream life literally just as a habit you know and, and we see that a lot like the things we do in our waking life we repeat in our dream and that's something that we can use to our advantage so if we're doing that as a way to be able to program reality checks and yeah that's really really powerful um Mason, how, what's your experience? Uh, and again, I'm just kind of curious and stuff like in terms of like lucid dreams, like have you had many lucid dreams over the years, so to speak, or? I've, I've had multiple, probably less than I can count on both hands. I, yeah. The thing that happens for me is the moment that I do become aware that I'm within the dream is I get so overexcited that I'm realizing that I'm in the dream, that it, it wakes me up and I'll wake up and I'm just like, oh, this is so close. <laughs> um, one practice that I've found that some people say it works, I haven't had a lucid dream since I've found this new practice, but people will say spinning in circles actually can help you like anchor in that present moment awareness within the dream and then you slowly stop spinning in circles and then you like gain footing in this new dream state that you're in but that's that's the struggle that I have with lucid dreams is that once I do get into one it's pretty hard to stay there I think it takes a lot of discipline and I definitely 
want to be able to get there one day where I can sustain one long enough like to practice something like Kai was mentioning earlier like people were practicing piano like that's so cool to me but I'm not there yet so it's definitely something to look forward to mm -hmm. yeah definitely and and again even just that's like where the practicalness of meditation leads over into that. So like you become lucid in the dream and then like your first step there would be like, okay, let's connect with the breath. And so like, you're almost like meditating within the dream, which is like this whole thing. And then again, this is a topic we might not get into it too much here tonight, but where it's like, you can literally like meditate within a dream, within like a lucid dream, and then almost go into like another layer, kind of like inception where it's like, duh, 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 duh. then maybe you can meditate in that dream and stuff like that. And then you wake up on another planet or something like that. And then you, and then you go through an entire lifetime and then you die and then you wake up in your bed and you're just like, Oh, what's real? What's real? So it can happen straight up. Um, yeah, Mason, thank you again. And, and, uh, again, I'm going to pass over to Kaylee, but, uh, just for anybody here, I'd love to just invite people to just kind of like practice sharing, like, what does a lucid dream feel like? If you could just try practicing, putting that into words, uh, I'd love to just kind of create that thought experiment. Kaylee, pass over to you next. Is that cool? Okay, go ahead, Kaylee, when you're ready. And then, uh, anybody else after that, I, I know Lacey had her hand up afterwards and we'll just kind of go around. Go ahead, Kaylee. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I just wanted to share a couple of dream experiences real quick because I know I mentioned earlier that I've been having um, some prophetic dreams of lately, uh, but they're not very direct. So um, in one instance, it was um, a couple months ago, uh, I, in the dream, I, <laughs> I've been having dreams in a grocery store a lot of lately. I'm, I'm still trying to interpret it. Like maybe it's like, I don't know, like everything I need is right at my fingertips, like an abundance of things. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out, but a lot of grocery store dreams of lately. Um, and I did do my grocery store trip last week um, for anybody who tuned in on Instagram. So it's all very, it, I don't know why grocery stores are so prevalent for me right now, but anyways. Um, so in the stream, I was in this grocery store with my um, childhood best friend and uh, her mom. We grew up across the street from each other and we were just walking around the grocery store and I like kind of broke off for a second and I went to the back of the store and there was like this like cool like stage set up and there was someone doing a, a wedding there, a wedding ceremony. Um, I guess they like rent out the back half of the grocery store for weddings. And then, um, you know, I like had like an interaction with the, the bride and, and the groom real quick. And then I uh, came around to the front of the store, met back up with my childhood friend, your mom. And um, we walked up and there was like this booth set up with all this jewelry and we were picking out rings and like figuring out which ones that we wanted to get. Um, so I didn't think anything of it. And then it was like later that day, I logged into Instagram and lo and behold, she got proposed to the day before and she was announcing that it was her, her wedding ring, so <laughs> her engagement ring. So um, that was like one I didn't put together at the time. So I'm trying to get better. I, I feel like I've got something here, but the interpretation is always just super fuzzy. So um, that's a tool I'm currently working on sharpening because I thought that was pretty dang sweet. Um, but the other dream I wanted to share, uh, I know I did share this with a few of the group. Let me see. 
So it was like super vivid. And I know Brennan, you were asking like, um, when you realize that you're lucid dreaming, for me, it's like, you can tell it switches whenever everything becomes like super clear and super in your face. It's like, I'm not gonna forget this dream. <laughs> it's really hard to kind of like recognize in the moment, but some of the dreams, it's like you can literally feel the energy like building in front of you. Um, so the dream I had, I'll actually just read it out to you guys. Um, it started out like uh, me and a group of friends, we were trying to like set up some business or some way to make money. Um, but uh, it ends up going badly. So I'll start here. Um, we submit and decide to abandon our pursuit until we find a better way. We're sitting in a circle in the back of my parents' driveway, eating lunch, brainstorming, and shuffling through old magazines. I flip a page and get a weird feeling. As I flip, this sense gets stronger. Suddenly, the magazine whips open to a page with angel figurines and the wind begins to blow. Time stops. Someone shouts, oh, time didn't stop yet, wait. Someone shouts, look, and beneath a cart in front of us, I saw a bunch of eyes. And then this is when time stops. Um, I know instantly what this means. The world falls silent around me and this blue being stands tall before me. The energy is pulsating. It slowly begins to approach me and with the amount of electricity, the amount of power, the sheer size of this being, it would frighten most, but instead I met his many eye gaze firmly and stepped forward. I do not fear him for a sense of knowing slowly washes over me. Their stance begins to soften and they settle into a more human-like form, still blue to my eyes, but with two eyes. This being begins to deliver a stern message that I am still far from God, that time is running out and I must ignite the path before me before it's too late. They cannot take me in my current form. Um, he makes mention of another being here. The recall gets a little bit fuzzy. Um, and I did forget to ask his name, but actually like later on in my dream space, uh, I woke up after that dream and then I like, it's like, oh crap, I didn't get his name. Okay, well, I'll grab it some other time tonight. Um, and then later on, like I went into a new dream and it was, I don't know why it's always a weird computer screen, but it was like an old school computer screen. And it was like a multiple choice, like what is, what is the being's name? And it was a bunch of different names and I chose which one felt most appropriate. Um, SCO, I think it like SCO is the closest interpretation I got, but um, anywho, so back to um, the encounter. So uh, recall gets a little bit fuzzy. Um, and then he tells me before walking away, the war is coming. Um, time has resumed and he walks through the gathering and he passes Brendan, Brendan in front of us here, <laughs> um, which Brendan always appears in my dream spaces in like really random moments. Um, and Brendan's eyes light up in awe. He sees what I see and our eyes meet. And I mouth to him, Angel, yeah. <laughs> and then Brendan's like, whoa. <laughs> And that's how the dream ended. Um, but it was just like a super like powerful dream. Like it was just one of those things like I want to question it, but there's like no doubt in my mind. Like I literally contacted a cosmic angelic being that night. It was just so vivid and like 
he's like blue and floating with all these eyes and wings and stuff. It was super crazy. Um, so yeah, uh, dream space has been getting interesting of lately. Lots of prophetic and talking cosmic beings. I don't know, guys. <laughs> That's awesome. Good stuff. The good stuff. Oh, that's so cool. Kaylee, thank you. Thank you again for, for sharing that dream. And and yeah, see, that's the thing that kind of like fascinates me. It's like as the yuga cycles continue, as consciousness can, continues to awake, it's almost like the energies kind of get riper. The dream space almost becomes more poignant so we can kind of like tap into this. So, you know, some of us might have been dreaming about this stuff 10 years ago, but it seems as if more of us are dreaming about these things more recently. And, and I'm sure there's like other people who may be in early stages of their own kind of like journey. And it's like, what dreams might they be having where they might kind of be almost literally kind of like getting like snapped out of this, out of the spell, out of the amnesia. They're, they're almost awakening within the dream because of some sort of super like vivid dream where they, and you'll, you'll hear people have that where literally they'll just be kind of going about their own life and then they'll have some sort of dream. That's like realer than real is what they'll refer to it. Or it's just like so vivid that it just brings them into this space where they start questioning and they're just like, Oh my goodness, there's more to this reality. And it kind of like leads them and invites them a little bit further on their quest down the rabbit hole. So um, I love that. And again, I know we, we've talked about this, this idea that, within dream space that's like literally where we have the opportunity to develop relationships with you know ous other us's multi-dimensional beings and, and again the dream that kaylee had there uh again i think it's just like one example of many and so it's just like how do we continue to develop that and again i think us having this discussion and inviting in this curiosity is also kind of sending out the signal where they're just like oh cool like these people people who are tuned into to you know this discussion are people who will be you know, willing and open to these ideas when we arrive. And, and I love the idea where um, Lacey said this, where it's like, we are dreaming for each other, you know? So it's like, how can we become ambassadors for our messages? You know, in the same way, if we were out there and we had some sort of crazy UFO experience and we return back to the village, part of us naturally, relatively speaking, would be like, be like, this is what I saw. This is happening. You know, this is, I bring this back to the village so more people can know. And, and, and so they too can look to the sky. And so it's kind of like in the dream space, it's like, we come back and it's like, this is what happened so that you too can look within so that you too aren't missing what is happening. And I think it's, it is kind of the thing I've used that metaphor before where it's like the universe is kind of like pouring forth this like golden liquid of, giftness that's not the best way to explain it um but what we need to do is kind of like hold up our chalice to be able to receive it and until we do it's kind of like pouring it but we're not we're not holding it we're not receiving it so we have to it's our free will where we have to kind of like hold the cup up to be able to like receive the gift of the the dream experiences and the dream wisdom so yeah no it's super fascinating just think where we'll be in you know like a year from now two years from now if we really just continue to focus this i can i can imagine you know like again just kaylee like who knows where your dreams will just be having like dance parties with blue beans every night or something like that you know so it's like, <laughs> invite me <laughs> hopefully i'm still there so let's go and, and and shout out to those of you who have had me as like a recurring character in your dream i don't like i i don't really take credit for it like i don't know i just it just happens but i guess in some degree or another whether you guys just watch me too much or on some soul level i'm just around or something but it humbles me i, just, I think yeah go ahead please kaylee how many times have i showed up in your dreams flip open the journal and, and I, I mean i'm not really but i literally could actually <laughs> really 
but I, I also feel like that's important to recognize like when when someone like that appears in a dream like it also can be a representation of like my part within the paradigm shift community um and sometimes it might just genuinely be you <laughs> but um I, after i told you that dream last week after uh, last week's podcast that night i also had a dream that um yumi and lacy actually went on uh, a burn run <laughs> um where we go to car and consume cannabis a, a, a what would you call it a what run a burn run. A burn run. Okay, I just didn't hear what you said there. Like, Never heard that yeah, term I before. I, I like it though. Wise term, but that's, that's what we call it. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. A burn yeah, run on our way to the grocery uh, store or something. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> uh, so we we were on this burn run, and it was like super brief. Um, but like I was just getting like super super sleepy, and you were driving, and like Lacey like wiggled into the driver's seat and you were like oh hold on and you went and you got me a blanket because i was falling asleep and you tucked me in <laughs> and that was it you just, and that's you just it this, like it had no like connection to any other dreams that night it was just that quick flip so oh that's oh that that, that warms my heart to be able to hear because it, it sounds like something i would do you know, it sounds like something where so, Lacey, take the wheel. I need to put a blanket on Kaylee. <laughs> She's falling asleep. <laughs> and then you go into that dream and then you're dreaming of a dream within a dream and stuff like that. So, you know. um, yeah, Kaylee, please. But you, you have my permission to feel free to, you know, if I show up in a dream, feel free to tell me, you know, it's all relative. And, and that's the thing, you know, like, like just because you just because someone shows up in your dream doesn't mean like you have to tell them like, like it's, it's a very personal decision and you're going to feel it out every single time. And, and again, as Kayla was saying, it's not like it's always literally me or something like that. Like, it's like, it's like, I'm like a character that's like a symbol of something that represents something to Kaylee in the same way that anybody else could be for anybody else, so to speak. So in the same way, sometimes like a celebrity will show up in your dream. It's like that celebrity isn't actually the celebrity. It's like the symbol of what that celebrity represents. But yeah, no, it's, 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 it's a, it's something I'm absolutely curious about. So um, Kaylee, thank you again. And, and, and thank you for just being here. I really appreciate you being a part of this amazing community. So it's beautiful. So cool. We're growing together. Okay. Um, Lacey, I, I know, uh, again, just checking in, did you, did you want, because you're kind of back and forth, did you want to share anything, Lacey? And, and again, anybody else, like, please let me know, like, I'm not, whatever, whoever else wants to jump in. Lauren, you want to share something? Okay, so, okay, there's, there's not too many of us left at this point. Okay, um, Lauren, Lacey, who wants to go first? Whatever you guys, okay, Lauren? Yeah, Lauren wants Lacey to go first, so, okay, <laughs> okay, I guess, okay. Uh, Lacey, if you're okay with going next, go go right ahead. Oh, actually, actually, okay, hold on. I, I want to share my dream story because I don't even have a heck of a lot of dream stories and stuff like that. Like that's honestly like, yeah, over the past couple of weeks and stuff, my my dreams like like I haven't been I I've barely been smoking cannabis in, in the in the same way. Like I you know sometimes depending on my schedule I might do it like you know uh, every day or every other day and stuff like that. Um, but over the past while it's like I just you know maybe on the weekend and that's just kind of like me listening to my heart, listening to my soul. But uh, pro tip, obviously smoking cannabis does affect dream recall, relatively speaking, for the most part. Um, but yeah, so I, I didn't really remember too much of my dreams over the past couple nights. Um, but last night, going back to what I mentioned with Cammy, um, the dream that I did have, like honestly, one of my recurring dreams that I've had since a child is like crazy apocalyptic stuff 
like asteroids and crazy stuff, like crazy, crazy stuff. Um, and it was weird because that, that came up again. And, and so the, the dream that actually happened is like, I don't know if I was on another planet or something, but basically like I literally saw like a freaking nuke like being launched and I was there with like a group of people and my experience was like literally like seeing there was like multiple explosions but there was one explosion in particular that was like within our radius and like the explosion happened <clears throat> and basically my experience within the dream and I'm just I'm just talking about literally like I, I'm not even like trying to get into the symbolism of it but literally just like what happened was like the explosion happening and it was like red like it was like this red planet Maybe this could have been like, maybe it was on, maybe it was on Maldek. Maybe this is when Maldek got destroyed or something like that. You know, shout out to Neil talking about that. Um, that's a whole, like, it's like the 12th planet that became the asteroid belt. Um, relative, allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> but um, we'll see. But yeah, but, but the, the key thing within that dream is that the nuke exploded. And I just kind of like remember just kind of like meditating in the moments before the wave kind of like came to me like it wasn't like it wasn't like i was like no it was just kind of like this like super deep surrender and it was just kind of like just this is like this is like it wasn't like i had an opinion of it it was just this is this is 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 it and then it was just kind of like this moment where i literally remember basically like turning my back and just kind of closing my eyes and then just kind of like feeling the moment and then like actually like feeling it. And it was like basically like like as if like a, a tidal wave kind of like moved through me and it was like a wave of energy. Um, and it was very visceral. And 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 I think I was with other like I was with other people like Lacey might have been there. I can't say for certain. Um, but yeah, I just remember like this, like just like this, like deep, calm presence. And and again, like I don't know, like if I were to interpret that. Um, again, I think it's kind of like this, this deep thing of just kind of like the fate of destruction is the joy of rebirth. One of those analogies or just kind of like trusting this process or, um, really just being able to kind of like find strength in the storm or something like that. It could have been, it could have been any of those things. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's one of my dreams. And then I had another dream where I was like, man, the dreams that suck the most, one of the dreams that suck the most was like, this is like two weeks ago or three weeks. I don't even remember. I had a dream where I was like showing up and there was like a hockey game that was going on. And I was like so excited to play. And I was like getting my equipment on and I was getting ready. And then I like woke up right before I started playing hockey. And I was just like, and I like woke up. I'm like, damn it. Like just wanted to play hockey because I haven't played hockey in like a year right so um anyways so obviously got some some pent-up issues that I have to deal with there clearly some deep-rooted childhood trauma related to not being able to play hockey enough so anyways can, hashtag Canadian life or something like that I don't know our Canadians are all rooted in our hockey traumas so anyways okay um enough about me let's uh let's pass this around uh we'll keep an eye on the clock let's get things wrapped up by 11 and we'll just do a short meditation by the end we're not going to go into like a super deep one i'm i'm tired Lacey, we'll pass it over to you and then uh lauren will pass it over to you Lacey, if you uh anything you feel called to share stories or whatever you feel welcome back Lacey. i'm back uh so so hard like i know it's like it's talking sick but then like kaylee's talking and you're talking and Everyone's talking, Lauren's talking, and I'm like, oh, I have something, I want to talk about that, like, we talk about sleep paralysis there, which I have a lot to talk about with that, I'll have to do another talk, because I have a lot to say about dreams, um, firstly, I would 
say like Kaylee your dream is so amazing um as someone who definitely dreams of other places other dimensions and higher dimensional beings angels what have you um it was really beautiful to hear you articulate that dream and just how well you um brought it into this world I think you did a really beautiful job um of bringing us there so I just wanted to say that uh and I'd love to meet that being so I'm gonna put it out there um anyways so I do have a dream that I could share and this dream um was probably like last year sometime and it was a really really potent dream for me and I also want to touch base with some lucid stuff um as someone who's been lucid dreaming I I can't say that I'm a master at or anything like that but I've had a lot of experiences and I think it's Mason was talking about how easy it is to kind of like once you get into that lucid um sorry if I'm bouncing around a lot but lucid state um to just like drop out and then wake up um I've had that issue in the past before as well I get really excited and there's like this rush of adrenaline and it's like you're you're waking up for the first time like that's what it feels like it's like this very like um like you're being birthed or something like that's the only way I can explain it is like the colors you're like seeing true color for the first time and it of course it would be overwhelming to experience that um so it's like whoa and like it's kind of like being on a roller coaster you're like you get to the top and you're like oh my god oh my god and it's like right before you you kind of, you know, go down and it's easy to just tap out at that point. For me, what I've noticed that's worked is, and Brendan kind of touched base with this, is the whole meditation process and being present with your breath. So for me, I do a lot of mantras in my dreams and they actually have been such a big help for grounding myself to explore like these other dimensional realms and to be super good at lucid dreaming and and living lifetimes like going to places to the edges of the universe just by being present with my breath so when I feel myself like I'm coming to realize that I'm in a dream I shut my eyes and I listen to my breath and I feel my feet and I feel my hands and I'm and I'm really, really being present in my body. Um, and you'll feel the rush. It's kind of like a, an orgasm. It's like whew, your head's expanding, you know? And then it kind of bleeds out. And then you're there. And you've made it. So I don't know if that makes sense. But it's like, listen to your breath. And it will it will anchor you in that place. So I'll just go right into this really cool dream, which I've shared with Brendan before. I have it on my phone. Like I typed it out on here. And this was a really, really potent dream for me. It blew my mind and just like, anyways, I'll just read it. And then, yeah, (laughs) one second. The kitten just meowing in the background. Okay, so um usually with dreams like this I like give them like a title and like I have like separate dream journals so I have like dream journals that are more so just like I jot things down it's like I was in a castle in Scotland and I you know walked down by the river or something like that and then there's some dreams that are just so so potent that I have a separate book for them and some people don't 
agree on that, but that's how it works for me. And those ones I usually revisit a lot because there's a lot in those dreams for me personally. So it seems to work for me. So this particular dream, um, I think I had it. Yeah, I had it um, last year, later in the year. So, so a UFO in a field, a light emanates from the center of it. It is silver and it almost liquid in nature, hovering above the ground. It is round, but oval. So it's almost like um, this, you know, this ship is fluid, but solid. It was very weird. Like I couldn't fully identify what it was made out of. So it was kind of moving and on. I don't know how to say that word, but it, yeah, kind of rippling. I see words etched on the surface of it, but I cannot read them. It seems to be a different language. The sun has set and there is a glow in the distance. Sitting on the grass, I am just staring into it. So I was sitting across from it, just looking into this thing. I'm with two people who are also doing the same. So we're all sitting in a row looking out at this, you know, weird object. Um, in my mind was a UFO. Um, there's a moment when I look, when I think, okay, this is just not going to happen. Like, I'm, I don't know why I said that to myself. And a voice enters my brain and says, surrender. The light at the center of the ship, there's like a little light, grows. And I'm swallowed by it. I meld with the ship. And I become one with all that is, all with the universe. I enter this like, um, this white, like void. It's like uh, of pure bliss is all I can describe it as. All pain, suffering, joy, love, ecstasy wash over me time and time again on an infinite loop. I'm feeling like every emotion I have ever felt as a being, like, not just in this lifetime, but like multiple lifetimes. Um, I lay there paralyzed with my eyes shut in a white vast empty space. My laugh rings out into the empty field as I move from one emotion to another. Tears begin to stream down my face, soaking my whole shirt as I wail in agony and with joy as well. So I'm in pain, but I'm also in love. And it was like, it was like, it was crazy. Um, I start to have memories flood into me of all these different lives where I'm helping people, I'm supporting other people. All these different hands are resting on my shoulders and voices of gratitude and love. I'm like an emotional, but anyways, pour into me in this moment. Sorry, I didn't realize this dream was like, I haven't read it in a while. See, this is why I put them in separate books. Um, sorry, um, all these different hands resting on my shoulders, voices of gratitude and love pour into me in this moment. As I realize my soul's contract spans lifetimes. I see temples, scholar, scholarly halls. I see myself a student, a teacher, a lover, a child. In all my different forms and all my different lives, it is like a ripple merging with every part of me like a time-lapse. Multiple me's are fractaling out. I feel everything, the pure bliss of awareness. I awaken to see the, sh the ship's light has dimmed. I know that the ship is a sentient being. 
like the, the ship is like intelligent um and this being has given me a gift i sit up in the grass there's no words to describe the what just had happened um both my friends who were with me are still there and they had also um i think entered some type of like i don't know psychedelic experience like i had and these are just like my dream friends i don't know who they were but um i look back so we get up and we start to exit the field like what just happened like whoa this, that was insane and i look back to see a mysterious cloaked man walk up to the ship he touches it the sh and then the ship the ship shrinks down to the size of his hand and he puts it in his pocket before disappearing into thin air like a wisp of smoke so he like i don't know how he did it, but it was like Ooh, and it like it went into his hand and then he popped in his pocket and then he was gone. And I know there was more dreams that happened after that, which I think I wrote in a separate book, like, you know, dream, I dream jumped and went to different places, but that was like, I think earlier in the evening. And I usually set a time for myself to, to wake up, to um, have my best, like when I'm in my deepest REM, so I can like wake up shortly after so it's as um vivid and easy to recall as this one um anyways yeah uh it was weird i was like really in that dream just now i was like well i just that just took me back um but yeah so it was a really beautiful dream and um it just showed me just how pot like amazing and I don't even know how to put it into words, but like, that was a dream. Like I literally went to bed and I just had like a profound shamanic uh, psychedelic experience. And whether or not that came from my own heart, whether or not that, that came from like a, a higher dimensional space, it, it awakened a part of me that I knew what my purpose here on earth was and i think it's not that i didn't know it before but it's always nice to have the reminder you know it's like okay yes like this is like thank you thank you great whatever's out there for reminding me just um you know how important it is that i bring this back into this world so um we all have that ability we all can go to those places so yeah anyways that was a heavy one I didn't realize that was so heavy I just like clicked on I was like oh yeah I, I that dream was really good and I'm like oh that one like was really an emotional one for me and like there's more to that one um specifically about the light the lives that I revisited um where I was actually a student to become a doctor and like really it goes further than that but that's just kind of a condensed version of what i experienced in that space but yeah <laughs> novels wow. of, of dreams so wow. yeah <laughs> i love that it's just like this it's really like beautiful endless library of dreams within us uh yeah. and and lacy how, how long ago was that dream really that was last year last year yeah yeah, yeah. go, go like, ahead or, like later in the year yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah you, you, like, you're you're um, just supposed to, yeah, libraries of dreams are, yeah. Libraries of dreams, and I've been, like, um, moving more, and I've been, like, looking into the Kashuk records since I was probably, like, 18 or 19, and um, 
I always would end up in that space with no intention. I would just be there. I would like, you know, there'd be someone showing me the way. They would never um, like lead me into the Akashic records, but they would be like, hey, and I would always be so nervous, you know, it's like, do I want to go in there? Do I want to see? Um, and that came from my own, you know, I think insecurities and just fears of what would be on the other side and how much I really wanted to know. I've always been a very curious person since I like probably the day I was born, always very curious and dreaming since I was a little girl. And um, yeah, and now as a 30 year old woman, I feel I've just been leaning more into um, that aspect of my my life and my dreaming life uh, as I'm learning so much about myself and about this planet and why I'm here and why I came to earth and why I'm connecting with all of you guys right now. So yeah, <laughs> it's, beautiful. it's really cool. Super cool. Yeah. Awesome. Lacey, thank you. Thank you again. And, and again, just thanking everybody again, you know, everybody who's here, you guys are here for a reason because you chose to be and, and having these discussions is so, so meaningful and valuable. And, and again, for everybody here, thank you for just being an example of why dreams are important, why dreams matter. So I wish more people could just kind of tune into these conversations and just be like, whoa, like this makes me want to get curious about exploring dreams, just know what's possible, you know? So each one of us here is an example of that. So it's beautiful. Lauren, do you want to pass over to you next if you want to go? And, and again, we'll, we'll just keep chatting here for a bit. You guys feel free to just let me know. And um, Kai, did you want to, Kai, Sonia, again, if you guys want to jump in after Lauren, just let me know. That's cool. And I, I liked, um, quick note, when, when Lacey was sharing, I liked how basically all of us were just like closing our eyes and listening, um, which I feel like is a cool thing to do with when anybody's sharing a dream. And I've definitely done that <clears throat> with Lacey, like even when she's like sharing dreams with me one-on-one. -on -one where I'll be like, okay, like, tell me the dream, tell me the dream. And I'll like meditate while she's telling me and kind of go there, you know? And, th and then it, it almost kind of like, I'm like, oh, like I see it, I feel it. Like it's tapping into this information and stuff. Um, even if it's like dreams where it involves me, like that's been trippy where she tells dreams that involve me and then she'll tell me it. And then for me, it's almost as if I'm like remembering it where like, I'll be like, whoa, what was that? No, seriously, what was that, Lauren? What was that? <laughs> I'm just trying. Was that like a cat? Was it? <laughs> what was it? Kenny farted. Was uh -huh. it a cat fart? Or no, it was your boyfriend fart. Is that what it was? Whoa, that was a that was a ripper. That's what I that was. So. That's cool. That's cool. You ever have a dream so good where you fart yourself awake? So yeah, that's a good. That's a good. That's a good reality check there. Anyways, okay, we're getting. Is this on topic? Off topic? I don't even know. Okay, all right. Um, Lauren, pass it over to you. <laughs> keep those keep these high vibes going so when you're ready Lauren well I want to just say thank you Lacey so much for sharing that dream oh my goodness I felt like my heart opened to call in more alien UFO dreams into my space just being in your aura and hearing that so thank you oh my goodness that was awesome um let's see I was gonna go a little bit more into like that feeling and lucid dreaming and when it happens and oh I'm also really curious Lacey, when you set your alarms, like how many hours? Because there are stages of dreaming. There's like the wishful thinking stage right before we go to bed and some random thoughts start to pop up and we might see like a weird face or hear like, I've heard, you know, people screaming at each other, like babies crying, like random things I'll hear right before bed. And that's like the wishful thinking part. 
And then there's the REM stage where we're rapid eye movement and then the venting stage. And that venting stage is usually when we remember our dreams the most during that stage. So that's like when it's the most vivid, right? When we wake up, that's when we're going to remember that venting stage. So I am curious your timing of how you set it up. I know like Albert Einstein used to set his time like every three hours he would wake up or something like that, which is really interesting. But um, what else did I, I wanted to touch on just some dreams I've had and um, just premonition dreams. Actually last month, I dreamt about um, Rebecca Stables from Happy Hearts House. I don't know if she's listening right now, but it was the day before I did the paradigm shift meditation last month with riding the waves of clarity. And I did that meditation based off of my dream, my lucid dream that I had riding the waves. <laughs> so um, that was fun to do. But the night before I did that meditation, I had a dream of this little girl and she had braids. We were in a grocery store too, Kaylee. So I thought that was funny. Um, and she put her hand out to mine and I just touched her hand and we were in line and it was so busy and everyone was all aggravated around us and like yelling at each other. But like me and this little girl just had such a deep, connection and then um it was beautiful it just stood out to me so much and then the next day I did that paradigm shift meditation and I met Becca I met her for the first time and she posted this video of Ava doing the laughter yoga part of meditation and that was just so beautiful it was one of my most grateful moments last month was just to see I, I don't I'm not around children very often children don't surround me so it's beautiful that I, I'm a child in my own self a little bit but <laughs> um, I just it was so beautiful so it was a very prophetic dream as well I've also dreamt about you guys I dream about people a lot people in my life that I just meet randomly random people um, and yeah we've been like on hideaways together like trying to sneak around and like doing all these missions well <laughs> I go like an under like ground worlds. I'm at, and I unlock like doors all the time, like a weirdo. I don't know what I'm doing in dreams, but I'm just so the feeling in lucid dreams is like I can control what I'm doing, but I can't control the situation I'm in. So when I feel like I'm in a dream, I know my surroundings and I start to be like, okay, we're here now. We're doing this. And like, I usually have like a funny attitude, even if it's a nightmare, I, I just turn to humor a lot. Um, I think it does help to be a little bit more lucid because that fear state puts us in that contracted mode um, versus when we're, you know, feeling calm with that breath work, even like mentioning that breath work is so important. I think a lot of us naturally also, I know Brendan's mentioned do Powell in your sleep a lot. I do like a um like I'll just do that in my sleep and I don't notice um until like I just wake up I've also woken up just like this a lot where I'm like I don't know what I'm doing in the air <laughs> um and Kenny it was funny right before sleep last night me and Kenny were talking about channeling aliens and really in hypnosis you can channel your spirit guides you can bring in so many different beautiful beings in in your world in your life and around you and calling them in all of these beautiful light beings um and setting those intentions and calling them in so it, taking practice with meditation helps as well but kenny just kind of went into it yesterday who were you talking to what was his name <laughs> oh you just said it it was so good 
what was it? Prololith Zulan. Prololith Zulan was in the house and he was like this blue being that sent him on a mission. He was half asleep and I'm just doing hypnosis on him, asking him questions of where he's located. Like he didn't mind. <laughs> um, and then what did he have to do? His mission was to take down the main grid. So he had to take down the main grid. And it's just like little things like that, that you hear and you're you hear and you see and you're visualizing this and listening to it and feeling it and just incorporating all of those. It's just great to practice and exercise and it's just fun also. <laughs> so yeah, I, I do I have any other really interesting dreams lately? I do dream about like tornadoes a lot. Oh, some mob, mob bosses this month, I guess. Um, <laughs> No, nothing. No, nothing. A lot of planes. I'm definitely going on a trip soon, but hopefully we all are a little bit. <laughs> awesome. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Lauren, for sharing. Um, okay, let, let's just, anybody, anybody else just want to either reply to Lauren, Kai? Yeah, go, go right ahead, Kai. Jump right in. Oh, just like quick like additions to every, everything that everyone shared. Um, just kind of going back to with what Mason was sharing um, with kind of the reality checks um yeah like the hand thing has worked for me a bit i've been just like you know checking my hands throughout the day uh clocks works really well or like anything like with writing on it like like anything with words like just look away and look back at it um and just to make sure you're not dreaming um because yeah it's a funny thing like i've had it where again it was a clock in my dream and i had that i had that you know that habit trigger i was like oh let's, let's look at it again and it was like, it was not a clock anymore. It was like, it was something that was like a different, it was a different furniture or something. So that's what like, for me, like every time I like kind of maybe snap into lucidity, it feels like a snap. It feels like a, oh my gosh, I am lucid. But the funny part is it's like, like for me, it's not quite like, you know, getting so excited because I'm lucid. I'm trying to manipulate stuff and then I wake up. Like that might happen like a few times. But for me, like my, like the trick that happens to me is like pretty much really quickly, I fall asleep into another dream. And then I, I, like I wake up in this other dream and thinking that it's like, it's like usually the second layer of the dream, it's like a mundane basic dream. It feels like just a boring real life. And it's so funny because I'll wake up in that other dream and it, it's like a boring real life dream. And I'm always like telling people, I'm like, oh my gosh, you can't believe it. Like, last night I was lucid dreaming. And I would, I'll explain to them the lucidity in the moment that it happened. And then like shortly after, I'll actually wake up from that dream into like real life. And I'm just like, God damn it again. And like the last, maybe the last, yeah, the last three or four times that I, I kind of had a lucid dream in the last maybe six months, it was the same thing. Like I would just like fall into another fake, so wake up and I would get tricked, um, tricked again and again. Um, so yeah, so reality check, I think it, it does help because the way that I usually snap into the city has been um, like one time it was like in the dream, like I was like with my best friend, like my kid best friend, like, like lost in the desert and we're like trying to find a way out. And like, I was like, okay, let's just find a gas station. We'll use the phone and we can like make the call. And we'll get out. And we're like, you know, like we're getting thirsty and we're kind of dying um, and then he was like oh I figured it out look the moon and I was like oh my god fuck off like we need to find a gas station and I looked at the moon and 
like I, I love staring at the real moon a lot. So I, I know it pretty well. So pretty much instantly when I looked at the dream moon, I, w- I knew it wasn't the real moon. And I was like, you have that snap, like, oh, I'm lucid dreaming. And then, yeah, then I fell into another fake dream. Um, so yeah, that, those are always fun. Um, that's what Mason said. What else did we talk about here? Um, 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 um. Oh yes, I just wanted to say, um, yeah, it's almost like there's like different types of dreams like there's some dreams where it could just be like a replay of like the day but then there's like those vivid dreams where like you wake up and like you feel different or you wake up with like just so much energy as if like something like you know a big shift or a big change actually happened and I believe I believe like something does happen if you're able to remember it um, cause I think, I think there's something special to be said with you being able to observe and remember that dream to allow it to have that deep instant shift in your life. Like I've had dreams where like, I just woke up, like just feeling so uplifted and so alive as if like there was this big perspective shift that happened. I don't necessarily know what exactly happened, but like there was like significant change. And like, I guess like, I'll just leave you at this note. Like what I, I was just, I've just been thinking so much with everyone sharing. Um, Cause I, I believe there's so much power with you being able to observe your dreams even though you're not lucid and you're not manipulating it. Uh, Cause it just reminds me like, you know, the, you know one of the basic tenets of quantum physics is that um, when something, something changes with it just being observed so I, I think, you know, with us observing our dreams and being able to remember it, or even just the action of observing our dreams, I believe it's like that observation of us observing, you know, kind of ourself or whatever collective or aliens, I believe it's just that observing itself, something shifts and happens, whether if you analyze it or not, whether if you like figure it out or not, like, I, I think there's something that goes on in just that observing itself. Thanks everyone. Thank like I'm so Thank inspired you. now. And, and kind of what Brendan was saying, like smoking weed, yeah, no dreams. Um, so I, I've been smoking a lot of weed and uh, today is my first day of hopefully many days where I'm gonna take a break. And for me, I always notice after you smoke for a long time and you stop, it's like the dreams are like extra crazy, extra vivid and sometimes like dark and twisted. So I am kind of excited slash nervous, uh, but mostly excited to dream again. Awesome. Kai, thank you so much. And um, please tell me more about your League of Legends dreams. I'm, I'm joking, but I'm not joking because I dream of video game stuff all the time. So yeah, it's so funny because it goes on the freaking same theme as the basketball dreams. Like I'm pretty mm. good at the games, uh, but it's always I'm like I'm like good at the game with like, my best friend, my brother. And like I pick the wrong character, like I'm being a goof. And then we get into the game and like, I don't know what I'm doing. And it's just like, ah, ah, why? Are you the character in the game or are you like top down? League of Legends uh, is like a top down kind of like strategy, almost an RTS yeah. game. I guess that's like the dreaminess, right? Because then it's like you're yeah. like in it, but then you like are top down and then you're like yeah. sometimes behind the shoulder observing yeah. it, but it's like you're feeling it vividly. Um, so yeah, a mixture of kaleidoscopic <laughs> person views. Kaleidoscopic, that's that's where kaylee's name like actually becomes like a practical word whoa whoa like i wasn't is kaleidoscopic a word kaleidospective well kaleidos kaleidos kaylee what's your name kaleidospective kaleidoscopic is the actual word though right 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clyde, but I feel like kaleidospective. It's like it's like how would you explain your dream? It was kaleidospective. What does that mean? It means it was like like seeing in multiple dimensions and perspectives simultaneously. Is that kind uh, of is that the intention? Every little second, it's like a different turn of the kaleidoscope. Yeah, yeah. You little and your first person, your third person. So and and Kaylee, I'm sure you resonate. Kaylee's a gamer as well too, right? So Kaylee, do you do you dream of video games as well too? As we're just talking about video, we're just geeking out, right? Ge- combining dreams and video. <laughs> games into one conversation i'm just like (laughs) yeah i am i swear i play other video games but i i play fortnite the most and i'm pretty much in fortnite like every single night of my dreams it'll just like randomly lead into like i will be like landing down in the map and and my dream like takes place from there i swear (laughs) but i i whenever i was younger i used to like um I had, I still have my uh, Super Nintendo, and uh, oh my god, I have so many great games on that thing. We could totally geek out on on video games sometime, but <laughs> um, but I used to like like sleepwalk in the middle of the night in Super Mario. Like I would literally be walking down my hallway. My mom would have to come out and put me back to bed because I'd be like jumping around and going like bloop 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 bloop. <laughs> like sleepwalking playing super mario um so yeah definitely like even like tv shows and stuff too oh my gosh i'm like watching like i was watching um sabrina the the new sabrina like the chilling adventures or whatever and i dreamt witch stuff for like a month and i'm finally like getting past that (laughs) interesting how it weaves into the to the dream space yeah, super, super cool. Anybody, anybody else here dream of video games? Is that a thing? Do you, anybody else? Sometimes, sometimes. Yeah, Mason, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely, um, a big game I'm into is a game called Seven Days to Die, which is like a zombie apocalypse game. And so I like, I dream about zombie apocalypse, but I always dream about zombie apocalypse stuff way before I started playing that game. But then sometimes it's like funny because I'll like, I'll like be like, as I'm like falling asleep, I'll be like dreaming of myself playing the game and I like know the mechanics of the game. So I like keep the same mechanics within my dream imagination. So it like, it feels like I'm literally in the game and then it slowly transitions into the dream sometimes. I don't know, it's pretty trippy. I think it's probably a bad sign. I think I need, I play too much video games. Straight up, if anybody here um, also, seven seven days to die, if you wanna, Kai, play play seven days to die with me sometime. I swear, it's really fun. It's like an open world zombie kind of like survival game with like crafting and it's like Minecraft but with zombies and stuff. Really fun. <laughs> I got my own little world there. Um, Kai, did you? Wasn't sure if you're. We're almost done here, guys. Okay, Lacey, you have your hand up too. Yeah. yeah okay. Go. Go. Go ahead, Lacey. Okay. We'll we'll get closer wrapping it up in in the next couple of minutes. Go ahead, Lacey. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then Kai just said that he's afraid of zombies. Oh no um no that game is fun that Brennan's talking about it's cool I I like it um but I was gonna say it's like because I've been playing VR um on and off lately and definitely a notice like perception like and there's like okay there's like a lot of like new VR games coming out that are really meta and like I was just like in another one where it was like it's kind of campy and funny it's kind of like just like a stupid little game but like you're like 
entering like layered reality like virtual reality so you move from one room to the next and you're like oh and then there's like goggles there and then you put goggles on again and then you enter another like level and I'm like oh man this is like tripping me out and like uh it's cool like VR fascinates me and it's like like I'm a gamer too it's cool that we're there's a bunch of gamers in here but I, VR is just like whoa like what's possible and you know there's this one game it's called The Room and I love puzzle games and uh especially in VR and this game is like so dreamlike and it, it touches base with like magic and like um like ancient uh cultures and like Egyptian stuff and like really trippy and I did notice that like there was a few dreams that I had that had, were really based around like um magic and like using magic out of my own like hands which I do anyways a lot in dreams I always have like some ability to like wield great power um like uh, you know I had this reoccurring dream where there is this like this old hag that would she would always show up and uh she I don't know who she is in my my life but she you know, always scared me, but I would like wield this great power, very, very much like Skyrim and like video, it was like purple electricity. And I was like, and I like shock her and she would shrink down into this little old witch. And it was, it was pretty cool. It was fun. I was like, just shock this old witch. Just like, you know, you can do that with lucid stuff too. Like you're lucid. Um, my favorite thing to do is definitely become a superhero. I mean, I love Avengers and I love all that stuff. So I'm like, what power do I want today? Like, I think uh, Lauren was talking about mm-hmm. that, like just like lifting stuff like with her mind. So so it's fun. They all mirror each other. Like this reality, dream reality, game reality. It's all like mirrored fractaling versions of ourselves. So, so cool. <laughs> I love it. So meta. Now I want to... I want to play some games like I know right so after the broadcast we're all just going to stay up and play games tonight is that is that the plan play, so yeah no, I, I mean know, I'm yeah. playing Half-Life so oh you've been getting back into it yeah yeah I know yeah, and, that, yeah. and that's where like straight up like honestly like the future of video games will basically be video games that are like lucid dreaming like that will be the game it will be kind of like very dreamlike it's, I, like they already exist like that's already there like yeah the VR stuff and everything like that and then we're going to be like in VR but maybe we're already in VR and stuff like that mm-hmm. I wanted to add one more thing about that is that like VR and and dreaming um train us you know you jump into a dream and like it's like there's trials you know tribulations you're learning how to like overcome and with your recent post-apocalyptic dream and how you said you stood in this like cataclysm you know this this crazy thing it just showed you just like how powerful you really are in 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 the face of adversity and in the face of like something really really traumatic and crazy um and you do hold that like you already have that inside of you and that's exactly what that dream showed you and dream or video games same thing you're showing up you're like what am i capable of doing what can i do in this game and build my character and it's it's so cool it's really cool the human experience is trippy <laughs> multi-layered 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll just geek out, geek out on this for for a little bit more, and, and I'll just um say real quick where it's like, yeah, like when are video games at their best? Like when we're immersed, like yeah. when we kind of like forget that we're holding the controller and we like are the character. You know, like that's why like when I play my zombie video game and stuff like that, like I like to be scared. I like to get kind of like freaked out and have my flashlight turned on and be like, oh man, what's around the corner? Like that's the thrill. Like that you're safe you know you're safe but you like to kind of like play the experience and really immerse yourself and then and then you do kind of have this safety where it's just kind of like oh you can step away from it and then it's like you're okay mm -hmm. and then and then like dreams kind of serve uh the same thing where we can go through something really crazy and we're immersed and we have this soul experience and we're learning and we're feeling and then mm -hmm. we can kind of and we're okay with it and we kind of move away from it and i feel like i don't know maybe life's gonna be like you know people talk about that that philosophy where it's like when you die it's like kind of like you like wake up and it's just like oh like that was just was that just a game? Like it's, it's like, oh, you're so okay. Again, that's a topic for another <laughs> podcast. And so maybe that'll be next week's podcast. It's like spiritual wisdom of the metaphysical craziness of life, the meta, meta, meta-ness or something like that. I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about <laughs> video games next week. Can we do that? That could be a thing. I don't know. We'll, we'll do that. We'll figure <laughs> it out. So, okay. Um, have to acknowledge we do have a couple more people who joined in. Uh, shout out to Jessica Flash. Shout out to Lisa. Thank you guys so much for joining uh we'll, well again we'll, we'll just kind of chit chat here i know you guys are joining in a little bit late but no worries we still got room for you and then we'll get close to wrapping it up um quick note just while i do have everybody's attention uh making the call now tomorrow morning normally we have like our friday morning meditation uh tomorrow morning we're gonna hold off on it so no morning meditation tomorrow but i'm like choosing that from a place of intention a place of power uh with the intention to also just encourage people to just kind of like turn inwards do your own morning meditation maybe incubate your dreams and stuff like that so just putting that out there so for those of you who are kind of tuned in now just so you guys know and i'll put up a post uh in paradigm shift and then we'll, we'll do another one next friday but just for this friday i feel it's just like yeah i feel like it'd be a good day to just kind of we've been doing it for like 57 weeks in a row i think i deserve a, i think we deserve to take a little bit of a pause so yeah okay cool um lacy kai everybody else thank you so much kaylee mason and everybody's in the chat as well um flash lisa one of you guys wants to jump in lisa will pass it over to you and, and again please you just you can talk about what we're talking about you can just talk about dream stuff in general and uh probably about maybe 15 minutes we'll get close to wrapping it up so go ahead lisa welcome welcome Hello everyone. So I just first I wanted to say um, I came in, Lacey, you were talking and I adore the way that you describe your dreams and the way that like you're you just have so much knowledge and it's just it was just like exactly what I needed to hear in that moment and I just wanted to say thank you. Um, and everyone here like thank you. Um, so I wanted to talk about so recently I haven't really been remembering my dreams but there was this one dream and I'm called to share it with you guys um, that was just stood out and it just everything hasn't really been I haven't really been remembering or recalling them very well and then there, there's one dream that was like so vivid and it was we were I was in a courtroom and I it like it was me on the prosecution and me as the defense and it was like I was just like I was playing like all of the parts um, in the courtroom and I woke up kind of like realizing the theme of judgment and realizing that, you know, we, we tend to judge ourselves and sometimes and, and it's okay and but we're playing all the parts and we're playing everything. Um, and I really loved the fact that I couldn't, I was like sad about, I it was like, 
it was like weird that it was in this courtroom that and like because I hadn't seen anything and I, I don't remember being in a courtroom in a I don't think I've ever been in a real courtroom and so it was just so vivid and so clear and then what Kai was saying where where you just observe your dreams and observe what happened and then it kind of goes into the day and goes into what is how you're healing and how in and if your dream space you're healing in your dream space and you're bringing it into the when you wake up the real world if you want to call it that and and you're just you're just being you and you're just you're healing it and you're just bringing everything is just so connected in that kind of sense so it's important to just let it happen. And when you want your dreams, when you need to remember a dream and when a dream is important enough for you to remember, you'll remember it. And that's what I have to say on that. So thank you for letting me share. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa, for sharing. So beautiful. Hey, um, Jessica Flash, do you want to jump right in? Yeah. When you're ready, go right ahead, Flash. Yeah. Thank you. I'm like, I'm like halfway to dream space right now. Aren't we all? You know, it's nice. It's <laughs> right. like we're like tapped into that energy right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to, this is good energy right here. And uh, yeah, I loved the comparison I hopped in when Lacey was talking about, you know, video games and that connection with the avatar and that space is, is really profound for me. I'm really kind of on that, that journey these days of kind of identifying with that. And, um, Dream space for me has been so powerful since I was like really small. And it's like, it's almost like the video game as, as I've leveled up, like my senses have come more aware. Like when I was, I can remember when I first had my first dream in color or I had the first dream where I had sound, you know? Um, and even to the point when I became more of like an adult, like I have this thing where sometimes my dream space and my waking space overlap. So I'm kind of still awake or I'm kind of still asleep, but the wall or the ceiling isn't there or there is some sort of shared being, creature, entity kind of still in the space and coming out of that. Um, I really lately have been having these profound dreams more with geographic locations and and that new leveling up is I can actually smell things in, in my dream space. So it's, it's almost like virtual reality and the smell of ice and snow and cold uh, has been really profound for me. And I'll wake up and I'll be like, more when was I, not where was I, but like almost this like dawn of creation kind of feelings where I can feel the rock and and ice like next to me and that's been really cool um one quick story I would share too is I, I posted um this poem on my Instagram Mind Cave Musings just uh today yesterday I don't know <laughs> um and it was about sunflowers and that actually came I was walking through downtown and I went into this shop looking for a gift for my friend and the shop owner in there was this really cool guy um, and I don't even know how we got talking about it but we were just talking about life metaphysics you know that kind of thing um, and then he was telling me about this dream he had 
and this dream of being in this field of sunflowers. And the, the field went on forever. And each sunflower was just full of seeds and the seeds would be pushing forth. And in each seed was a whole universe that he could see. And, and it was just this continuous cycle. And it was a really amazing moment to share with somebody, you know, that connection that I feel like is created in this space too, you know, where we get to connect in that consciousness at that other level. And he, I had just met him and like he was sharing this dream with me, which felt so profound and personal and vulnerable. Um, and I relate that too now, thinking back of, uh, I saw briefly at the beginning, you had uh, Peter and Joshua on and, you know, their whole, their whole, um, you know, mythos and, and working on understanding the different layers that we're, we're always on and, and the hero's journey. And I look at that and I was like, oh, he was offering, that, that man was offering me this gift that I can take into now. And I'm happy to share with you guys. And I get so much in return from that. So this is a great space. Thank you. Beautiful. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Flash, as well. Again, just I feel like I feel like we're just like having like a slumber party right now, just talking about dreams until we slowly drift off into one. So, OK, um, let's just go around the circle one more time and then we'll close off this broadcast and encourage everybody to go to sleep if you're watching this uh, uh, live with us or even in the future. So um, we'll just go around one more time just with any closing thoughts or gratitude. And uh, yeah, and then we'll just do a short version of the meditation with like the dream tree. We'll just kind of like visualize it briefly whoever would feel like they uh, got something else to be able to share before we close it off uh, please feel free to do that and um, yeah and then from there we'll uh, follow tonight so anybody else just even even if it's just gratitude I know we're all pretty tired at that point so yep Kayla go right ahead uh, yeah just some closing gratitude thank you for the space uh, it's always awesome to share your dreams I know I always share them with my partner and he there's them like every day and they're always so detailed bless them but <laughs> uh it's nice to, to have a platform to to share some of this and something that i think is so powerful that each and every one of us have access to like every single day it's like not everybody meditates every day but you dream every day and that is super powerful as well so um I thought of like another sweet dream I had that like synchronistically tied into some things, but I'll save it for the next class because <laughs> it's it might be a little bit little bit lengthier. Um, but it's just really cool how how things can connect in the in the real world in the dream space. So I'll leave it at that. <laughs> cool, awesome, thank you, Kaylee. Like honestly, like if you if if you, uh, whether you want to share it today or another time, it's totally up to you. Like I'm I'm okay with either or. Cause I mean, like it, next time's gonna, it's like two months from now. So it's like, now it's just like, I'm gonna be on the edge of my seat for two months. It's like, stay tuned until next week's episode, two months later. So, um, unless you even just got like a short synopsis okay. or whatever, it's up to you. Whatever okay. you feel. I, yeah, I can, I can try to package it. Okay. Um, so it was actually the night before uh, the dream I had with the angelic being. Um, and it ended up like making sense why I had that dream after the fact, I'll get, I'll get to that. Um, so in the dream, it was like towards the end of, of my other dreams and like all of a sudden I was like waking up in my bed, but it was at my parents' house. 
um, in my childhood bedroom. And I looked and there was my, I have like a dresser that has a big mirror on it. And there were all of these cameras set up and they all had, um, they were playing back videos of what I interpreted to be myself, but none of them necessarily looked at, looked like me. It was almost like different versions of myself, like different lives. Um, and I remember this girl entered into the room and she had these, she was giving me these instructions, but I kept getting really distracted because I was like, what are those cameras about? And then that girl, she like got a little bit flustered and she left the room. Then another girl came in and same thing. I was getting distracted. I heard a sound in my closet and um, another, she left. Another girl came in and this figure, this like cloaked figure came out of the closet and the girl was in front of me and she was like really trying to tell me something super important, like giving me instructions on something, but like I was looking at this cloaked figure and I like, you know, reached over to it and then the cloaked figure like fell down. So um, I didn't think anything of that dream until a few days later, uh, I, Elizabeth April, um, some of you might be familiar with, uh, she's a, an ambassador. <laughs> Most people are. Uh, she's a, an ambassador for the Galactic Federation, and uh, she shared uh, a post, which I, I she has a lot of videos. I don't often um, check in on them, but I felt particularly drawn to this one. And uh, she shared that she kept getting like throughout the day that the Galactic Federation was trying to speak with her. So she got herself into a meditation meditative state and um, astral projected onto one of the ships and whenever she got there there um, she went into this room and there was like a giant reptilian uh, statue or figure that was in front of her and it like blocked her from being able to like um, speak with with the rest of the galactic federation so she came out of it she realized that she was under psychic attack she protected herself and then she went back in and the gist of it is that uh, the Galactic Federation's message is that there was a portal that needed balanced out on Earth. Um, that was, and she explained like that it was like funneling down for the lower dimensional beings and it needed shifted, where instead of going down into the Earth, it funneled up is how she explained it, um, which I encourage you all to check it out. It was pretty cool, um, but in the space, uh, she knew she couldn't do it alone, so they were calling on her to call on other beings to come into the space and help them shift that portal. And she started explaining how she was trying to teach all these people, and she was saying, call on all of the fractals of yourself um, across dimensions, call on all of yourselves, we need them all here right now. And then she started like giving detailed instructions to everybody on how to close this portal so then i didn't put it together until like after the fact but i had that dream where i was seeing on all of the cameras which seemed to be like different versions of myself different like lives and then these girls kept coming in trying to give me instructions but i was distracted by this cloaked figure so i thought that tied in super weird and then like especially i had the next night that angelic being dream where it was like you really need to get your shift together. 
uh, because it's time and the war is coming. Blew my mind how that all tied together after the fact. So I feel like I was being called upon perhaps, um, but just couldn't quite answer the call that night. <laughs> Crazy stuff. <laughs> Crazy stuff indeed. Tis life. Tis well, anybody want to, did, did listening to Kaylee, like, get anybody, like, anybody want to reply to Kaylee or anything like that? Lacey, is your hand, like, half up? Yeah? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Kay Kaylee and Lacey, you guys can just chit-chat for a while. That's totally fine. We'll just hang out here for a bit. Yeah, yeah, I figured as much. Anybody else? Yeah, go ahead, Lacey. Yeah, I know. It's, like, dark. It's literally dark. So I'm yeah, like, can you yeah, see? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, wow, that was really cool to, like, hear how that, like, connected and overlapped and I definitely <clears throat> excuse me think you're completely like you read that right like as you were saying that I was like whoa like that mirrored exactly what I don't know who that is Elizabeth April I'll have to check her stuff out but yeah wow cool and now we all must answer the call right you're waking us all up to that. So that's really, really, I just want to say it was really cool to hear you talk about that. Um, and yeah, you just seem like a cool person. So I, <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'm like, cool. I just dream like, um, just dreaming profound stuff makes my heart grow in size. So yeah, my gratitude is to all of you guys. You're all so beautiful and happy to be here with you all and yeah <laughs> i'm just like that was cool i'm like whoa so cool, <laughs> that's, cool. that's it yeah yeah i love i love like seeing just kind of like when people <clears throat> who are like avid dreamers like meet other people who are avid dreamers there's like this instant kin kinship or just like it's just like oh like let's, yeah we could talk for hours we could talk for millennia and stuff like that and like just knowing yeah. that it's something that you can like Cause that's the thing right and that's and that's what we're building in this community and you know in the fractals of the communities outside of and inside of paradigm shift where it's kind of like yeah you know we're incubating the space where what happens when we continue to check in with each other to be able to say like you know this is what's happening within the dream space and then we kind of have this like expanded wisdom <clears throat> and kind of like have like almost like this like hive mind consciousness and we start to see like this like a bigger story again with what kaylee's saying like that's not just it with a lot of us it's not just like a dream like it's information and, and that information can be incredibly valuable for, for what it is that we may be moving into as well. So yeah, I'm sure we'll flash forward like 15 years from now, we'll probably like look back on this and we'll be like, whoa, like we were like onto some pretty, you know, we were onto something there or something like that. So yeah, yeah. looking forward to it. So cool. All right. Um, I think we're, were we gonna get close to wrapping it up? I can't, did I say that like two hours ago? I, I forget, this always happens. So, okay. Um, Kai, closing thoughts, give or take. Yeah, Kaylee, oh, thank you again. Lacey, thank you again. Uh, yeah, just immense gratitude. Like, it's been so amazing um, tonight. I've been just so re-inspired to, you know, put the value in dreaming again. And it, it helped me too, like, because I realized I've been like a closet dreamer. Like, I, I every once in a while, I might like try to describe a dream to my friend but it's like you just see them like just gloss over so for me it's always been like I had a couple of those experiences where I'm a little bit hesitant of like it is vulnerable to share your dreams um but yeah now I I, I yeah I, I know I have a crew to be able to speak with and yeah it is for me to like see those dreams as important and there's like it's as 
just as important with dreaming as my waking life. Um, so thank you everyone here for, for just sharing your dreams and, and getting me so excited and inspiring me uh, to dream and to share. Absolutely. Thank you everyone. Hi, thank you again. And I'm, I'm like, I have like excitement for like other people's dreams tonight. Like for Kai, I'm like, I'm like, Kai, you're going to dream of something tonight. Like it's going to be something, something epics around the corner. And so we like hype each other up and stuff like that. But again, like just for all of us have like that collective intention, you know, to not only like wish good dreams for ourselves, but to actually like wish good dreams for each other. Like, whoa, like that's kind of like new territory to almost kind of like, it's kind of interesting because you kind of get into like this like benevolent process where it's just like, maybe the universe does that where it's like, if you wish for dreams for yourself, the universe is like, meh. But if you're just like, I wish good dreams for others. And then if we all just kind of wish for good dreams for each other, then it goes around the whole circle. And then it's just like, oh, we've it's like a life hack or something like that. Some sort of manifestation hack or something. I don't know. Maybe we're onto something there. But again, I do feel having like some sort of group incubated intention is so powerful. So, I mean, again, you know, for, for leading members within Paradigm Shift, we do have the dream channels uh, within the Discord. And and again, you know, as much as I say this to you, I'm saying it to myself to be able to use that to be able to record our dreams in the morning, even if it's like something super little. Like that's like, that's the step. Even if it's just kind of like dream log, barely anything, but I'm writing it anyways. And then you come back again tomorrow and, you know, you add a little bit more detail and texture to it. And uh, yeah, it just kind of grows over time. And really encouraging people here to like practice you know practice doing either voice recordings if you really want to go for it even just practice like filming yourself first thing in the morning talking about it i used to do this back in the day more back when like it was more like youtube stuff and not as like cell phone mobile videos and stuff like that um and it was actually like i don't know like somehow and again this the pro tip right like sleeping with your cell phone next to you like destroys dreams like waking up in the morning and checking your phone like zaps your dreams like right away right and i'm I'm a, I'm a sucker for that too. You know, like it, it's literally like this like mission of willpower when you wake up in the morning and there's like the instinct to be like, gotta check the gram, like gotta do that. But if you just kind of like make sure that it's just that first instinct is to be able to, if anything, just like lie back down and just kind of sit there and reflect or do a little voice memo or sit yourself up on your bed, pull out your camera and be like, okay, what did I remember? Maybe you'll post that video to YouTube or something like that. Maybe you won't, maybe it's just for your practice. But I used to do that more back in the day where I would like literally film myself like, you know, like half asleep first thing in the morning looking haggard, but it was cool. And, and, and I think doing it actually like developed the habit where more stuff came through and it's weird like seriously i go back and watch those videos and i'm like damn man like i haven't had dreams like that in a while and honestly like for me part of my motivation is knowing for myself and for all of us like the potential that i have for my dreams and then almost getting sad that that's not what i'm experiencing currently because i know what it's like i know i know what it's like to be there um and then for me to just be like that's something that's really really important for me and the fact that that's missing makes me sad but it also motivates me knowing that there is the potential to be able to go back to that and, and to just make that choice like that's what it is it's not like oh i wish i could go back to that it's like no i can go back to that I have to make the choice though. So it's, it's a willpower thing, you know, it's a, it's a heart thing. So yeah, no, if, if you guys feel called to do like little video things, like if we all get into the habit of doing that, like, please, by all means, you know, like, and, and even, you know, for people who write their dreams, Kaylee, Lacey and stuff like that, it could be a thing where like you write it out first and then you go get your coffee, you wake up and then be like, here's my dream story. And you just kind of read it. And, and honestly doing that 
guaranteed there will be other people in the community who will be very inspired by that. And they'll be like, ooh, like I could do this too, right? And then together we're holding up that cup to be able to receive this this information, this data. And then again, kind of going back to that that axiom, it, it, I feel like it's, I know Lacey said it earlier, but I feel like this should be like the slogan for all of us. It's like, we are dreaming for everyone. We are dreaming for each other. You know, like dreaming can become a very altruistic thing where it's not just like, oh, I just want to do it for the fascination. But it's like, no, you want to do it because you want to like deepen the awareness and the experience of the soul and, and to have that both for yourself and the collective as well. So um, if I am in the zone tomorrow, straight up, I will I will roll myself out of bed and record something off my webcam. And, and see what I can do. Like, I, I want to do that. Like, I want to do that. So hold me accountable. Hold me accountable, please. And I will do the same for you. And we will hold each other up. So cool. Okay. Um, Lacey, yeah, Lacey, go, go ahead. And then we'll, again, we're just kind of finishing up here. So go ahead, Lacey. Yep, yep. Yeah, I just want to jump in real quick. And, uh, and then I'll like be done talking. Um, but yeah, that's a great idea. And I think if everyone that's present right now, I know that our daily lives, we all have, you know, work and we're busy and some of us may have children. And But if we can sit here right now and like as a group, we're all in um, this little, this little like thing that we're creating, set an intention for the week and we'll specifically set it for our dream time. Um, and I mean, that could be anything. I mean, Brendan keeps talking about a chalice. So for me, I like to look at, um, dream time. Sometimes I just set intentions of what do I need to hear right now, but you can specifically set intentions for adventures or for people or characters or things that you, you want to interact with. And definitely my favorite thing to do is go for a treasure hunt. So I would say, let's set an intention for finding our treasure and see what happens and see what we dream this week. So let's put that out there. And what I would do is like, as you lay in bed before you go to sleep tonight and for the rest of the week, each night, I usually lay there and I really, really sit with it in my mind's eye, you know, you're you're not thinking of exactly what it is. You're just inviting it in and um, you'll be surprised. That's all I'll say. You'll be really surprised at like where it'll take you. So um, I know it's pretty um, ambiguous, like treasure, but that could be anything, right? So it's up for you to just like at the end of the week, be like maybe we could all type it out or discuss it with each other or video it and be like, I found my treasure, you know, and this is what it was. So that's all I wanted to say. I was like, let's, let's set an intention together as a group, as a group. So that's such a great idea. And, and Lacey, thank you for reminding us. And, and again, for those of you who've been tuned into past broadcasts, you probably heard us talk about this. And again, you know, it's something that will just naturally evolve over time. But um, again, you know, like we've mentioned before the idea of like Lacey, you know, wanting to be able to help kind of like facilitate digital space for these type of things within community and, and the idea of like doing it through a discord and stuff like that. Stay tuned for that. You know, like, like that's something again, you know, I can't say where and when, but I mean, just us talking about that kind of going back because again, life has been life, but I can feel like the excitement and, and Lacey, I, I just want to mention that in a way where I'm just like, like you are such the person to be able to hold space for that. Because like a lot of people are just like, 
I want to hang out with Lacey and talk about dreams. Like I would love to follow Lacey's leadership to be able to say like, yes, Lacey, like what is the intention for this week? Let's do it together. And then to just kind of have these like little zoom calls and have that discord space, like, you know, paradigm shift, mm -hmm. we have like a couple channels, but you know, there's like another space that, that, you know, when the time is right and stuff, um, I would love to be there and for other people to be there. I think that would be like a great little fractal where it's mm -hmm. like really just intentional for the dream space. And, and to just like really kind of like dive deep and have these side discussions and, and see what that would again kind of like bring to the surface as well so um i don't know Lacey, if you want to reply to yeah any, i did any, want to reply any, to that any. uh thank you guys for seeing that in me i'm definitely leaning into that more i um tonight i'm more comfortable on camera for sure i feel less anxious um I definitely never really see myself in a leading role. Uh, so, I mean, we'll be co-creating. I definitely don't want to, you know, take the seat or anything like that. But I'm I'm really excited about that. And I would love to do that with you guys. Absolutely. And Brendan really helps me, um, you know, bring out the things that, you know, um, I'm passionate about in that way and to be able to share with you guys because I do want to hear what you all are dreaming and not just dreaming but what you're living and your stories and all of that because it's meaningful to me too so thank you Brendan and thanks everyone Love you guys. Awesome. awesome. Thank you. Thank you as well, Lacey. And, and, and again, shout out to everybody here because I feel like every single one of us has the potential to like create these little communities with these little fractals and with these additional dream discussions. So, you know, just because Lacey's doing it doesn't mean that anybody else here can't do it. And, and again, you know, shout out Mason. Again, I know you're, you're looking to be able to incubate space. And that's the idea. Like whether it's Lacey's space or Mason's space, there's always more people who will be looking for spaces like that. And so like the more, the better in, in that sense. So, I mean, for anybody here, if you feel called to be, to be able to like host some sort of event about dream discussion and things like that, we'll, we'll be again, you know, like with the coming weeks and months of paradigm shift, I do really want to be able to bring a lot more focus back into the community to be able to help you guys with creating those events and creating those discussions and creating those communities. That's something that means so much to me. Cause again, I know when I'm helping you do that, it's creating like this ripple effect that's helping other people in ways that, you know, it's hard to even put, like a scale on and stuff like that. So that's so, so powerful. Yeah, maybe Clubhouse and stuff like that, doing doing like these discussions on Clubhouse or whatever. Um, and again, and not not as like a, a thing for like cloud or anything like that, but literally, and, and I think that's the beauty of it. It's like, you know, us here having this discussion tonight, I didn't promote this really big this week. Like I actually wanted it to just be kind of intimate because I felt that's what my heart needed where I'm just like, it's like, whatever. Like I, I, I would actually prefer to just kind of like be with the people who are here, for this reason for the community who really vibe with this and to really just kind of like build that out you know and, and to start small to start small with that seed because i think again you know like that's where we build the roots and and so yeah you know i really just encourage everybody here you you're you're all leaders you're all portals in in your own way and, and every single one of us can kind of again create this the sacred space to be able to invite people to have these important discussions. And again, that's what paradigm shift is all about, you know, whether it's online or in person and stuff like that. So cool. I love you guys. <laughs> this is fun. This is exactly what I needed tonight. So beautiful. Um, this is like, seriously, like this is, this is paradigm shift. This is, this is why I created it. It's like this kind of space where it's just like really chill and vibing and, and us having a good time and supporting each other. So about things we're passionate about. Um, Hey, let's just get close to closing off. Um, Mason, did you want to jump in with anything uh, just before we get closed off and stuff like that? And then anybody else? Yeah, go ahead, Mason. 
just want to drop some gratitude for everyone here. Being able to share on dreams is something I do with people that I'm close with, but to be able to expand it out to the internet feels very powerful. And I just want to thank each and every one of you who tuned in or live on air for allowing me and everyone else to express our dreams because just imagining what can come of us like connecting our dream webs and that sense of the manner is really exciting. So thank you. Beautiful. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Mason. Um, anybody else here? Just any closing gratitude? Uh, duh, 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 duh. Yeah, Flash, do you want to jump in? Yeah, yeah, go yeah, for just, it. Yeah. Uh, just thank you so much. And I am excited to go on a treasure hunt tonight. So yes, thanks. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Um, anybody else? Lisa? Yeah, go ahead. I just want to say thank you for the love. Thank you for the encouragement. Thank you for the ideas the advice and the space and just thank you guys for everything tonight love you (laughs) thank you yeah yeah we'll definitely we'll continue this discussion in some sort of like astral city spaceship who's who's flying the space spaceship tonight we gotta coordinate this right okay all right okay cool um Anybody else just for closing gratitude and and honestly, like I'm not even going to do the whole tree meditation tonight. Let's just we'll just kind of close it off with our breath and just kind of like collectively set that intention to be able to. And what what should our intention be? Like what what should we close it off with? Is there something like very clear we can dial in on? I know we were talking about the idea of kind of like going on a treasure, but again, just kind of if there's something broader, I'm asking you guys if you feel what collective intention can we just kind of end this broadcast with to be able to bring into the dream space for tonight. And you know, maybe beyond that. Any thoughts? Any thoughts? Uh, way to articulate it. Uh, maybe it'll just be a feeling. Again, kind of like just like that that openness, that willingness. So yeah. Lacey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I guess like we could close off with yeah, just like how you were saying with our breath and connection. Like I'm thinking you're and a couple people are like a cup or a chalice so what do we want to fill our cup with and Mm. um i'm envisioning my cup as like as we close this with like yeah with light and with love and with like any message that i want to bring forth into the world over the next whatever the next week so yeah. just with like love our cup with love which is fill our heart with love fill our hearts with love yeah cool um lacy do you want to try something crazy do you want to just try like inviting people to close their eyes and connect with our heart right now want to try that we don't even have you to call me? it i'm inviting oh. you to we don't even have to call it a meditation we could we could just say like okay. let's just let's just take a moment to just kind of like connect with that intention that you you basically just communicated already so okay sure cool, yeah cool. okay when, you, when you're ready Lacey, go ahead okay so we're going to connect with our heartbeat we're going to feel it as it moves through our whole body and we're going to envision our heart as a chalice, as the Holy Grail, and it's open to receiving wisdom and love from the higher realms, also from everyone that's here tonight who has shared their heart and their dreams. So we're just going to 
see that golden light just pouring into it. It's pouring into our hearts right now. And it's going to, we're going to carry carry that with us into our dreams tonight. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm picturing. So beautiful. Awesome. I can feel it. I can see it. So mm -hmm. And like as we just like kind of breathe into it it's like this image that we're holding imagine mm -hmm. it just becoming like crisper like it almost becomes like from like standard definition to high definition yes. so just take a moment here to just kind of breathe and just kind of imagine like a luminance appearing mm -hmm. within this image i love that i'll be able to drink from this cup too mm. like that's what i'm i'm seeing them once it's full this golden like liquid i'm able to consume it it's kind of like this infinite um thing it, it, it's always full now if that makes sense yeah yeah mm. Just keeps pouring like you're, you're drinking it and it's going back in <laughs> <laughs> interesting that visual just came to me but I feel it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it's so full that we can we can share it with others and we'd be like here like have some too just have some too yeah and it's gonna help us find the treasure that we seek and that treasure could be anything it could be a note it could be a beautiful sunset it could be um an old friendly face or something like that you know so <laughs> words of wisdom from you know some alien being even but it could be mm -hmm. simple mm. <laughs> it still is powerful still is meaningful so yeah I'm excited. I'm excited to drink. Take an extra moment here. Just kind of, everybody here, just kind of like become familiar with this feeling. And then when you go to sleep tonight, go back to this feeling. Like use this feeling as almost like a, like a, a lotus, a center point. And then from here, just everybody, we'll, we'll just we'll just fall asleep right now. <laughs> fall asleep. Big cuddle puddle. Yeah, big cuddle puddle. Just <laughs> a couple more breaths, and then we'll bring ourselves back. slowly when we're ready we can slowly just bring ourselves back to this physical space around us keep that keep that image within your heart hmm. nice and gentle So everybody just slowly makes their way back. 
Just to kind of take a moment here, just kind of look at each other, if anything. <laughs> just kind of, seriously, this is like one of my favorite things to do. Just kind of like switch it over to gallery view and just kind of like, just take a moment here and just kind of like, just see each other. That's all. Just kind of see each other. <laughs> just like, <laughs> all these beautiful smiling faces and friends and family and yeah. <laughs> So cute. <laughs> cool. Brady Bunch got nothing on us. We're like the dream bunch. Do, 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 do. Need a theme song or something. So this is a story of a bunch of dreamers who were awakening within the dream. They were getting all nice and lucid and not everything was what it seemed. They were talking to blue aliens and transforming into dragons. Oh my goodness, all the magical things that can happen. Oh, it's the lucid bunch, the lucid bunch, the lucid bunch, the lucid bunch. They're just a bunch of quirky, beautiful lucid bunch. Starwipe. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that ahead of time. I'm glad I'm glad I finally got to use that song. So. Cool, cool. Awesome. All right. Um, you guys ready to wrap it up? I think at this point we'll we'll just uh we'll finish the recording. We 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 can keep the room open for a bit if you guys just want to chill out here for a bit. That's that's not a problem. Like we literally could just kinda of like hang out here for a little bit more, but uh we'll finish the recording. So cool. All right, so with that said, thank you again, everyone, so much for joining in. Be sure to connect with all the people that you met on air tonight through the links in the YouTube info. We got all their Instagrams there, so you can be sure to just follow up, send them a DM, and uh, show some gratitude there. Just find us on Spotify, Paradigm Shift Radio. Maybe tell a friend or two about what it is that we got going on. Check the past Dream Class podcasts uh, if you enjoyed those. Links in the info. And uh, yeah, again, if you're like looking to be able to join on air for... <clears throat> for the weekly team podcast and the other cool stuff that we got going on in paradigm shift be sure to check out the patreon and uh go ahead and connect to our discord there as well for uh more content from leading members in our community so cool all right well i think that's everything for tonight and uh yeah stay tuned we'll, we'll be back again and maybe i don't know i don't know what's next week's podcast topic are we going to talk about video games? We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll maybe, or I feel like maybe like they're like symbolism in movies and stuff like that. I like going back to that one or like stories or books or media that's influenced us or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. Something, something that'd be pretty cool. So creative. Awesome. Cool. All right. As we all just collectively yawn, let's do that game where it's like, who's not try Don't yawn. Last one to lot yawn wins. It's like I'm not people watching this on Spotify are yawning too. So cool, cool. Okay, all right. So uh, that's a good point to be able to wrap it up. Thank you again, everyone, so much. And uh, yeah, keep keep writing down your dreams and keep opening your heart and stay lucid. And we love you guys. And we'll we'll see you next time. And we'll see you in the Discord. So. Much love, as always. Keep it shifty, and uh, welcome to the future. So everybody here, please feel free to just join me in saying goodnight to everybody as we bring up the outro music. So goodnight, everyone. We love you guys. Goodnight, everyone. Goodnight, everyone. Sweet dreams. Find your treasure. We love you guys. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Much love. Bye.
Special thank you to Danny Leonardo, whose music is featured at the beginning and end of this broadcast. Be sure to check out more of Danny's work in the YouTube info below. Thank you, Danny. Yeah.